Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. I'm joined tonight by Flash, Greg, and this this one's going to be a shocker. We don't have John, but we do have Vito. I know. We're switching it up. What an upset. What an upset. For the better, though, right? There you go. Hello, Vito. I mean, I'm glad you could join us. It's good to be back after a long hiatus. I, quit I already missed John, bit. but yeah, hey, welcome back, Vito. Yeah. John would say something Tried. funny right now about this whole situation. I can just John's off fighting, fighting oh, demons so somewhere. Um, hey, in this ongoing John slash Vito debate, everybody has to take a side, and you can let us know what your side is on the Twitter. Uh, let us know at Broken Campfire, or just, just send us a note. BrokenCampfire@gmail.com. You can also sure let us know if be, you uh, missed us on our big hiatus. Yeah, definitely we, have. This is a big hiatus. We we forgot about, I, I totally even forgot about the hiatus. It's not so. just me. What do you say? What? I'm saying it's not just me. We're, we've all, we're all on a big hiatus. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Was, we, uh, we 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 all went on a we all went on a vacation together. We all stormed a rural house. Out occupied there in the Midwest, <laughs> we occupied it for five days. Had a great time. Great time. Uh, I feel like there's there was plenty of video games played, but I feel like whenever we we hang out, there's far less video games played than I expect. There's well, yeah, too much chillage. Like, well, the the thing is, is when you're on Discord, you know, you do like think about it. We like we do a lot of just like sitting and watching people play and just sitting and talking to on the discord you know? yeah true true well you I mean, know what we, it just is? Enjoy, we just enjoy each other's companies plus like for yeah. for me for me and i i don't mind doing this but like i was kind of like with you trying to help facilitate things you know driving to pick things up and everything for right. me it was hard it took me a couple of days into the trip before i could really like Relax. calm down and like be like all right <clears> I, this is a vacation i gotta just let let stuff flow and not keep thinking about like yeah for real supplies and stuff um not that i wanted to play more games i was i was happy yeah i had a Um, great time and but i always find it funny the kind of games we do end up playing because we always think i always think we're gonna play like cosmic encounter or we're gonna do or we're gonna do a marvel vs capcom 2 tournament or all these things that we say we're gonna do (laughs) and what do we end up doing what game do we what was the most played game on that trip like <laughs> I know, big, I, big, head, big head life or big head life games. it was big head life there was a bunch of fighting games played that i didn't partake partake in there's there's some tekken and some guilty gear there's also gear a bunch of cornhole in. and pool yahtzee too <laughs> i was John would not stop the, with the fucking yahtzee wouldn't let anyone play video games yeah hey, we I had, had every option in the world and I did too. we ended up playing yahtzee it was great though that's it was cool my first time playing yahtzee classic yeah I had, classics I had never go out of style trip. that's what they say man yeah, that, was, that was fun a lot of fun i don't know what we would do better next trip other than i wish it could somehow we could somehow predict everything that we would need to get from the store on day one for five days and never have to leave <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know uh, if that's possible I, I I love the fire, but I'm not gonna lie, like the game of like playing firewood got got to be a bit much last time. Sure. 
I think we just need to buy a lot more than we even think we need on the first day. We need to buy like $200 worth of firewood on the first day. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a great trip. I don't really don't have a whole lot to say about it. We just, uh, some of the stuff we might say might show up as topics later on, or I guess we can get into some of the things now. I should have thought better about how to structure this, but. We did uh, want to talk about the aliens. <laughs> the alien. Do we? Do we dare? Starlink? Oh, <laughs> yeah, where we saw the Starlink satellites above us and it blew fucking Vito's mind. Okay, it blew my <laughs> the, the, mind because I hey, genuinely... to be fair, it blew my mind too. Like, the way it started is Flash pointed out to me, he was like, hey, look at that. There's a and line like, of light in the sky. And I looked it over and I, I didn't even say anything, but like, my mind at first was like, Huh, cool. The shooting star. Wow, that's so special. It's moving around a fire and it's shooting. Dude, oh, wait, I no, it's just, moving. I just remember it's moving. <laughs> in my, I remember in my happy place, just relax and vibing, and all I hear is Vito. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, all right, the, be- the best part about this whole endeavor was after everything was calmed down, then Kurt, like, the next half hour, would like periodically stand up and point out a star. All right, somebody explain that. Come on. <laughs> and we were near an airport, too, so we constantly see, like, moving lights that were yeah. airplanes. I was definitely uh, downplaying even how surprised I was about that. Not that I thought it was aliens or anything like that, but I did not know. I had only heard the word Starlink before. I did not know mm. what it was. I don't know what it was supposed to look like. Yeah, um, visually, it's a novel stellar phenomena. It's like it's a line yeah, of light. Yeah, up I, in I the did sky. not expect it to be so distinct. Yeah, I'd never is it, seen is one it either. Rare? Is it was that is that like a rare sighting or is that something like nah? If like you live, we were seeing a bunch of articles that were saying. Like, yeah, I was going to say at a time. Like um, when I when I was on Twitter, I definitely saw a lot of like videos and pictures. Uh, like check that. this out. There it is. Oh, this, this is a so link yeah, it. yeah. And go go on this link that I just posted to Africa, the southeast end of Africa. This is basically what we saw when they launched. I, I showed a coworker uh, this an image from that night. And I was like, he has he has Starlink, and I was like, I never seen one of these before. Uh, and he said that when they launch, they launch as like uh, they'll launch like twenty or something at a time, and then over time in their orbit they disperse. And uh, what hmm. we saw, like all those, like you know, looked like dots. spirit. Spirit kept saying it had a, it was a sign on the side. I don't think that was what we saw. I think all it those did dots kind of looked like that, though. It did, it like but a, I think all those signs, banner. right? And I told, I told my coworker that, and he was like, uh, he was like, I thought the same thing, but each one of those lights is a different satellite. Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw a bunch of dots traveling together. That's all I saw. Yeah, I saw that boss, that uh, space boss from Elden Ring. It, it, it depended on the angle, Vito. Like, that's all you <laughs> saw from, like, where we were initially sitting. But, like, those of us who, like, mm. walked over to, like, the the pizza oven area uh, could see, like, a different, a slightly different angle. And you could see a bit of neon to the light. Oh, God, I um, should have moved over to the pizza oven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was another angle. great, that was another great thing. Thank you, Vito. You could, you used a real-ass pizza oven and cooked real-ass pizza. It was amazing. Us. It was great. I did. I did. Was a, uh, I was all right. a little Don't even. You're not even He's allowed. He's all down on no. himself. I don't know why you're disappointed. It was fantastic. He thinks it wasn't like, perfect. Nobody they were does not that. Very, it, they were not very great. It was a fu- I had a, a you're not, very you're fun not, you're, experience, you, though. I was going to say, you were not, like, this was not your house. We were literally, like, ad hoc running to different grocery stores that we didn't know, if, just trying to find shit. And, like, you'd, 
you were firing it up the oven for the first time that you were going to use it. You know what yeah. I mean? It was a big undertaking for that many people, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I realize now that those ovens, you need a little bit of expertise to use them. Um, you know, next year when we rent a place that also has a pizza oven, they'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex was doing great at helping out man in the oven. Oh, it was great. You no, you, honestly, I, I have so much fun doing that. Like, I, I enjoy just hanging around the oven. Everyone's chilling, drinking. People are helping yeah. me out. You know, a lot of people were a big help. Uh, Alex was a huge help. Um, yeah, that was just fun. I, I enjoy that. It was a good time. Yeah. Good time. Making, making, uh, topping dough with, by candlelight in the Renaissance yeah. period. By, la- or by World War by lamp One light. lantern. <laughs> Going over the maps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we, shall we shall we talk about video games? Well, there is one thing I want to talk about. Oh yeah. Trip. Oh yeah. Actually, there's a I have some things I want to talk about also right? about the trip. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, so we're we're heading into the you know it's been a hiatus. So let me just refresh people who are still with us on the format here. We're gonna do a roundtable where we discuss topics that everybody has played, seen, you know, whatever's been on people's minds, video game, media related for the last few weeks. Then we'll, uh, the second back half of the pod, go over the recent news. Curated this week by Flask. Thank you for that. I, so I should welcome. say th- this past few weeks by Flask for, for, you know, since it's been a hiatus at least. Yeah, just throw stuff on there. But first, we do have a bit of recapping to do from the vacation relevant to media interest for the pod. A follow-up to a podcast that Flask did with John, who's not here today. Um. <clears throat> the Batman. The Batman. Me and Greg, me and Greg saw that at least. Vito, have you seen that yet? No, I, I want to watch it. Uh, I don't think I care about spoilers because, I mean, what could they possibly? I hate the Riddler. Do? I've I've seen so many Batman movies. Um, I think that this one does do some stuff that other Batman movies have not done. Not at least as a, not le- at least as a blatantly. Dude, this one was pretty nutty. I'll give it that. <clears throat> but if you truly don't care about spoilers, there is some spoiler thoughts I have to say. I'm, you know, just saying now's the time to bunker yourself. I'll I'll bunker. I'll bunker. Yeah, I think what? you should. Why? No. Oh. Whoops. What? <laughs> uh okay. Spoilers for the Batman until twenty two oh seven. That was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Now, was it better or worse on the slats of a side of a house? Uh, it was definitely... I. So, I feel like the reason I can give... I. So, yeah. We watched what does it that mean? at the gamercation. First off, outside on the porch. Uh, projecting against the side of a house without a screen. Um, and I And I saw it from an angle... And the house had these like slats, so I could barely decipher the screen. It would like scrunch so, like, people's the, faces so they didn't have noses, right? Yeah, yeah. So like the first like 30, 40 minutes of this movie, I don't know how long. Then my computer died, and then we had. To I was so upset when your computer died and everything shut off. I was very, I was emotionally compromised when that happened because I was in 
such a good i was in a perfect position you, you reacted by in the next in the next place you just stood and stood there for an hour before going to bed <laughs> yeah because i was like dude if i because i knew i was gonna go to bed in the middle of the movie and i was like dude i'm not bringing a chair out here because then i gotta bring that fucking chair back so i just fucking stood in the background i just stared at the movie and then i was like nope i'm done then I I'm went to bed. Lie. Did not know. I that. was, I was, I was dreading the tear down the whole movie because I was like, oh, it's gonna be so much work. I'm not gonna want to do it. Well, I also was like, dude, I have to go to the fucking air. We have to, I have to go on the like an airport, dude. If I'm up to like three in the morning watching Batman, I'm gonna fucking go nuts at this airport. Oh yeah, that was the very last night. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, I was so tired by that point. I just yeah. Went to sleep. I, I would have rather watched it inside, but the novelty of the experience was fine. After the forge, we moved to the basement, set up a projector, and that was garage. actually better. Or sorry, yeah, garage instead of projector. That was actually better, and it might have even been better still if we could have closed the door when it started getting real damn cold. But John was comfortably seated in his driving seat in his car, watching it from the. So he was the only one in a car. Yeah. <laughs> what a champion! I mean. I, I mean I was not gonna ask the man to come inside, and I didn't really care that much. I'm playing right. it up, of course. It was, it was, it was a fun. It was fun that John was out there. You know what I mean? Yes. I Hawk completely. I, I I kept forgetting he was there. I remember going downstairs to sleep and hearing the horn honk, and <laughs> uh, and specifically hearing you stomp your feet. And I was like, I I think I even said, I'm glad Batman showed up. Yeah. Every time, every <laughs> time the bat, every time the Batman showed up. Everybody would stomp our feet. John honked until it got real late. And then uh, every time the Riddler showed up, people would yell, I hate the Riddler! And, like, Kyle, usually, or Kurt, would throw, like, cans or something at the projector <laughs> screen. As you do. Uh, at some point near the end of the movie, the Riddler is giving, like, a monologue or something like that. I hear, like, Kyle, like, whisper to Kurt, like, are you done with that water? Take it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> ammunition. Yeah. Uh, but no, but you back, did back, rewatch back to the movie. The I Batman did rewatch later. it the next day. Yeah, when I got home Greg, from my did trip. You... Yeah, I also took... I also rewatched okay. it uh, like uh, a week ago. I liked it. I I really I uh, I basically started where I stopped, which was like an hour in, and uh, that's specifically when shit started picking up, which is perfect. I've never been like a Batman aficionado, but I know a little bit. And this movie felt the most like true to Batman, or at least the Batman that I prefer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it felt overall. comic booky. Yeah, it, it felt comic booky. I like that Batman uh, was doing detective stuff, even if he was mostly doing it kind of badly. Mm -hmm. um, but he was, you know, learning. I guess. Um, Dude, they got me when he uh, when he saved him, like he. Got the uh, Riddler and everything. He's like, yeah, we're done. And the fucking city, all the bombs started going off. And then it started flooding the whole place. That was whole fucking thing was crazy. That entire uh, like scene. Yeah, they flooded Gotham. They That's flooded Gotham, dude. Yeah. And then, and then all Batman the fucking... mostly lost. Yeah. And then all the school shooters started showing up and started shooting people. It was nuts. I did think the movie could have ended better in a few ways. Like the, perhaps the framing is more persistent than I realized on my first real watch, but didn't the movie like kind of end with like all the cops rallying behind the mayor lady and 
like this movie basically yeah i i didn't feel like that was a good scene because like the whole movie i felt like the cops were bad you know what i mean (laughs) and it's like you don't just fix a system because you stopped the yeah that was all weird shooting you know what i mean like, because Falcone, like, like, they said hand-wavy. Falcone owned a bunch of them. And then uh, when they went to get him out, like, there was all those cops that showed up. They're like, yeah. Uh, all right. I know I, why I they have to do it. Because, like, they just had a big blow and the movie has to end on, like, some note of optimism. And you're not going to find that with Batman. So you have to, like, have a, a different story angle, you know, to find that optimism. So, like, oh, hey, maybe the city is getting back together and it's rallying around the cops. But nope. it just didn't feel earned. Or, like, something I really wanted to see in my Batman movie. I mean, maybe they were trying to say that, like, this mayor, it really is going to affect change and, and sort of uh, lead them to a better tomorrow. Or yeah. Something. I guess. But that's just that's just really small brain, man. Like, it's more than, like, <laughs> one mayor. You know what I mean? Are they yeah, uh, making a sequel? Maybe, maybe, maybe they're yeah. setting her up to be Two-Face. Oh, um, but no, that's that was a minor nitpick. The thing I really hated about the ending that I was really talking about was more the the Joker scene. Like that was God, that mm-hmm. was terrible. And I did watch the cut Joker scene where Batman visits him to learn about the Riddler. And that was such a smart cut because like the the writing, everything in that scene is bad. Like the Joker's not great, and the writing is like a hundred percent. Y'all should look it up on YouTube. The writing is a hundred percent feels lifted from Silence of the Lambs, like almost word for word. Like you you almost can hear the actor for Joker like biting back from saying Clarice at the end of each one of his analysis. You know what I mean? Like and the whole thing is about like, oh, you don't really care. I'm just I'm just trying to figure you out, Batman. I'm just trying to figure out Clarice. I'm not gonna like I kinda just go on a rant there. Obviously that's not against the movie. That scene was literally cut. Yeah. Smart decision. Um, ah, man, I don't, I don't even want to say. Like, it, it was a great movie overall. I, I liked it. Robin Pattinson was a good Batman. Um, and I say there's not much to say because, like, I, I did listen to your podcast, so hmm. um, I don't have a whole lot. The yeah, John already uh, expressed his disdain for Barry Kuhn, and so we're good. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that, I guess. Yeah. I did like the whole um I don't know what the word is, but the setups between Batman and Riddler. Riddler genuinely believing that Batman was on his side, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um Batman just getting all the riddles wrong was kind of funny to see, even if at some point you're like, Are are you a detective? Like I know I'm watching you do detective things, but like <laughs> he's really good um, at trivia uh, the scene where Riddler is yelling Bruce Wayne but he you know is just complaining about the person Bruce Wayne was good yeah that was that was my favorite uh, Pattinson moment in act, acting wise right I don't know Greg you got any other thoughts oh uh, I mean yeah I like that scene with the um where he basically kept saying Bruce Wayne and he thought it was him. He thought he knew his identity. Yeah. But uh, what Zio really got me, I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Um, when he's like charged, when he shuts the lights off, I think in the uh, 
Uh, where the hell is it? Oh, he's getting shot at us by like a bunch of people, and he's just walking through, getting shot at, and it's the entire like hallways dark, and you just see uh gunfire is like lighting up where he's coming, oh, yeah. and just beating the shit yeah, out of people. That was a cool scene, dude. I love that scene. That was a awesome. Yeah, visually and sound wise, the movie really. Uh, yeah, I liked stylish. it. Stylish. It it did make you feel like it was a comic book world. Like it it's, it really sold that feel. Like there was something distinctly like almost like edgy, and in a way that felt good about Batman, like decidedly calling himself vengeance, and Batman being a label that only the villains gave him. Of course, like the answer to that is like, well, yeah, he's a guy who dresses as a bat. He's a Batman, right? You know what I mean. But like, still, I, I kind of liked that. It felt like a little bit of like almost over the top edginess that like felt earned within the setting. You know what I mean? I'm vengeance. Uh, yes, I have the ears, but therefore, when I want to headbutt someone straight on, it pokes them in the in the tummy. I thought of I, myself I, as more like a bull, but you know, these are bull horns. I did like later on when uh, Penguin answered that. It was like, "Come on, vengeance! Come on!" <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. I'm gonna say like a ten out of ten. You know, no. I don't. I Solid think that it does, like, like it doesn't carry like the cinematic heavy weight of the Dark Knight. Maybe with like the way that Nolan is able to like create intense, intense scenes. You know what I mean? Sure, Where, like iconic scenes. Iconic scenes, but I do think I, I like it as. I do think it's a better Batman movie. Maybe even my best, maybe even my favorite Batman film. Yeah, I think it did that for me. I think so. All right. Greg, are you tied up? Yeah, I'm tied up. I'm all good. All right, all right cool. I've said my say. I like the movie. Eight out of ten. Would watch yeah. the sequel. Eight, nine out of ten. Eight point five, I would say, for me. Whoa, let's let's not be too crazy here. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. I'm a big fan of Paul Dano too. Yeah, yeah. Paul Dano's the mano. We just delivered our ratings video and we're winding down. I think we're ready to move on. Uh that that was Batman. That, that was my big recap thing from the vacay. What about you fellows? If you had anything to bring up, if you wish. Oh uh, other, other than what we brought up in the in the uh pro- pre-pod of course i or we i guess me and four of the people who i guess can be nameless went to a zoo a lovely zoo oh yeah i was there yeah andy was there we uh we saw penguins it was, I, uh, it was your first time to a zoo it was not my first time i've been to a zoo when i was like three or four this oh, is the okay. first time oh. i've been since you know like my brain actually worked uh, your, your first time to a zoo meaningfully. Yes, exactly. Um, you could feel it in your heart. Yeah, I could feel it. And let me tell you, I think I said heart. it, I must have said it like 20 times there. Dude, some animals are fucking humongous, bro. Yeah, you seem to have a good time, which which I was happy Dude, about. Dude, I had let, a let me tell you, great time. That, that was, as a guy who has young nephews and nieces and has been to a zoo or two, that was a pretty subpar zoo. Yeah, it it seemed it like that, but yeah. Day. Well, I sorry, I'm 
I, I don't mean to disparage the zoo. I mean, that was a pr pretty subpar zoo experience. Because oh, I'll be doing that. I'll disparage there's an, it. There's an avian flu. It was a drizzly day. I will disparage the place for charging us $14 for having, for this, charging the same price for the experience that we got, where almost everything was closed. But still. Hmm. Just because I'm have stickler. anything, uh... Anything to bring up? Sorry, sorry. I uh, I have more to say. Uh, just give me like two seconds, please. You checked out the meerkats? Yes, uh, I checked out the meerkats. Uh, I you, figured you out almost if there got was stuck in there for good. I figured out if there was a cave in to just kill me because I can't. I will not be able. To, <laughs> I will not be able to escape. Um, oh, that's why you my, were in the little bubble. Yeah, I, I, dude. I encouraged my my bubble. I encouraged my ten year old nephew to get into one of those. If you like last year or something like that and he was like i'm too big for that dude you tell him <laughs> nothing let me tell he you got in he, he got in he was definitely is, not too big for it i'm just saying that was his first is impossible they should have one of those in like Clearly. the chimp the chimp exhibit the dude i exhibit. they just start smashing on the glass so bad for those monkeys bro those chimpanzees they were all messed up and one of them definitely had like a broken hand Saw some shit eating. Oh yeah, I watched uh, I watched uh, One Piece with a monkey. That was great. Monkeys yeah, was love One Piece. Uh, they were crazy. They they enjoy uh, watching One Piece while they dine on uh, their own shit that is uh, freshly fallen out of their ass, which is great. Great, uh, great, uh, you know, watchers. Great watchers. Took a bite of gum gum. Took a bite of gum gum. Um. Damn, dude, anything else? I mean, yeah, because the bird flu pretty much knocked out everything cool. Uh, there, was a bear, there was a bear or a lion that you could, like, sit next to. Me and Noxo were really bummed that the camel thing was down, because we were definitely oh, yeah. trying to go fuck with camels. Oh, yeah, you guys fed goats. That was cool. Yeah, fed goats. Oh, dude, I love goats. Goats. There was a little tiny that. goat underneath a, uh, who's hiding from the rain. Oh. There was a, uh, I saw a fucking, like, a full-ass grizzly bear, like, super close. Dude, those things, oh my god. Their claws are so fucking humongous, like, up close, like, super close to you. That thing could smack your fucking head off, bro. Never. Never in my life would I go out in the woods. Thank god I live in a modern society, dude. I'd be dead. I would immediately, I would be killed if, I, if I'm sent out into the wild. Yeah, no, I don't fuck with, with bears. Yeah, bears, like, you, when you see them closer up, they just feel a lot bigger than you thought they were. Yeah, Even dude, like, I was like, I knew, but, like, you I knew, knew, you knew they bears, were big. Dude, or bears are big, but, dude, they're fucking big. They, You don't feel it when you see them, like, on images and stuff. That's me, that's a great example. I knew some animals were big, but seeing them, like, up close, you're like, damn, dude, that's fucking actually big. Uh, you saw a little bit of an aquarium. That was cool. Yeah, that was all right. Uh, my, I really think the whole takeaway was that I just, my love for penguins, uh, I really should oh, have, yeah. uh, I should have gotten into that tank and, uh, taken one of those penguins home. The Baltimore Zoo does, like, uh, penguin shows, like, four or five times a day. It's pretty cool. Oh. I'd have to go back, see that, if I ever went to Baltimore again. Yeah, go up to Baltimore, 
stop by the zoo, head down to the aquarium, make a nice day of it. There you go. New. But yeah, that we had uh uh oh yeah, you know uh, when we came back from the uh zoo, uh there was a restaurant we passed that I didn't know was a restaurant and I didn't even know it was a real place. It was called uh Big Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was alright. Oh uh, yeah, it was alright. Um, I was I was pretty hungry at that point, so it tasted pretty good to me, but it was it was all right. That's it. But uh, I didn't know that place was real. I thought it was like an Austin Bowers, uh, like meme. Oh. <laughs> and I saw, I was yeah, like, "What the real. fuck?" So that was cool. Cool. Oh, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got for uh, that trip. Cool. Flask, Vito, anything you guys want to bring up? Ah, uh, no. We, I mean, we cover. We sort of like, um. Hit the highlights. Hit highlights. I, uh, yeah, I had a fantastic time it's with great time. our friends. There was fucking fourteen of us. We did a good job getting everybody uh, out there. I, I had a great time, and you know, I don't know how how interested anybody listening to you know to this will. We'll... Jesus, that was a, a jumbo of worm of uh, words. Uh, you get Worms. what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if well, I mean, our time. That's why we we're talking about the content. We're not talking about. Yeah, but yeah. it was cool. We watched that one weird movie, um, Phenomena. Oh, I forgot we oh, did yeah. that. Jennifer Connelly and Phenomena from the '85. That was the first night. That was such a weird fucking movie. Like I like appreciate that movie in a lot of ways, and at the same time was crazy bored watching that movie. I I thought the movie was cool. I like. No, it. I didn't. I really did think it was cool. But, it, that's but a, it was. I know that's a weird. Take, but I mean, but it was also. But I mean, it was also like midnight on a travel day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it probably would have been hard to enjoy almost anything that at that point. Yeah, it was also. It was a little slow, but I might check that movie out again, um, in a different mindset. I think I would. If only for the monkey. And the, the essential Iron monkey character soundtrack and the Iron Maiden soundtrack. That was cool. All right, that's the trip. We'll move on to the round tables. First off, Flask, you had something about John or for John? Well, I just want to call the corrections officer. Oh no! But not for oh. me. But not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh-oh. Just I want Boy, I want to do this for John himself. so that I ca- I cannot let this stand. We we can't let misinformation stand. Okay, it's John, when he was talking about Moon Knight, kept saying that Kevin Bacon was the bad guy, but really it's oh, apparently yeah. Ethan Hawke, and <laughs> I just cannot believe that he would make such a grievous error. Honestly, it's better that he's not here because because we would just be, you know criticizing and writing him and for this they are not even mistake. hold on i gotta bring them up side by side uh no i could see you can them. see it i can see, you them can see it yeah i've i think i've made the same mistake before they're both like goateed actors you know of the same era does kevin yeah. bacon sport a goatee right now no <laughs> Um, but he definitely has that time. Anyway, I'm, I, I'm making that I correction. I think Ethan for- Hawke, I, I think they could pass as each other. 
They could, they could cosplay as each other for sure. It would take a little <laughs> bit of work, though. It wouldn't just be effortless. It's not like they could just put clothes on and, and call it a day. They would have to they would have to do a little bit of makeup or yeah. something. But anyway, John, you are you are a fool. You yeah. are a fool. Honestly, I'm just getting that out of the way so that when John comes back, he can have a clean slate and and yeah. just feel good about the whole thing, knowing that it's what been if corrected. what if we lobbied for a remake of Face Off with Kevin Bacon and uh, what's his name, Ethan Hawke, Ethan right. Hawke, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you talking about? I was, what do you mean? Did you? I think you saw. I think we saw that. Uh, Weren't there rumblings about a, a Face Off too recently? Oh, face Off, you, guys. Face Off is isn't it Nick Cage and John Travolta? What are you guys talking yeah. about? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. lobbying for a remake of. Oh, with Ethan Hawke and Kevin Bacon. Yeah. God, I thought this was another mix-up where you thought fucking Ethan Hawke was in something that he wasn't. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Uh, I would like to see a Face Off. Uh, fun fact about Face Off: it's the first movie i remember that's weird Does that makes <laughs> sense to you guys when i was a yes kid, but that's strange if i had to remember the first movie i ever seen it was face off oh okay that's gotcha that's not a great and one <laughs> i remember i remember going to the theater to or see the it? iron giant at a young age i guess that's it oh uh, pulp fiction to clarify i was a young toddler i watched that at a very young age flash I never saw right, Vito, you I were like six years have. old. You were you were definitely not a toddler. No, I was like a young toddler. Or you, you, why are you saying that? Because my memory a young toddler of eighteen. The memory came out in ninety seven. You were born in like ninety one, right? Ninety two. Oh God, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just so wrong. No, you know what it was. I love you, Vito. It was um, what's that movie? Thirteen Monkeys. Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, 12 monkeys <laughs> with Bruce Willis. 12, 12 monkeys. 12 monkeys, I think, is, I think might have been the first the first movie I That's remember. That's also strange. These are not saying it's the first movie I ever seen. First movie right. I remember seeing. Yeah. So it, 12 monkeys came out, I would have been three years old. I had to have seen movies before that. I probably saw Lion King and shit. Yeah, surely you were being shown children's films. Yeah. Just delete this part of the podcast. <laughs> Vito, here's 12 monkeys. Let's just reset. <laughs> I know you're only three years old, but you see, this is the new science fiction film by Terry Terry Gilliam. It's starring well, Bruce no, Willis. No, no, all right, to clarify, I didn't watch the movie. My parents were watching it in the living room. I remember, like, walking down and, like, seeing it on the TV. Eating crayons, and that counted. <laughs> uh, just, you know, you're, you're you know what? Like, like, you have your first memories in your brain, or that was, like, one of them. I don't know why. Maybe that's why you... Maybe that's why you are the way you are, you know. Your first watch is a movie, you came down the stairs and saw your parent watching it, and now you're like, oh, I saw 12 Monkeys. No, I didn't. I, I did see 12 Monkeys. <laughs> not, not, not when I was three years old. It established a precedent that Vito never... Oh. never Everybody, shook. it makes sense. Alright. Never shook. Uh, Flask, was that... Sorry, corrections officer, was that your only thing for John? Yeah, yeah. All right. For his, his beloved sake. I will pick up the mantle of the ground table then and continue. In Weird West, I'm near the end, but I'm a little worried because I did some shuffling around of my games. I'm a little worried that when I launch it, 
I'm going to find that my save is deleted. Um, I hope not. At the same time, the vacation kind of forced me to step away. I'm kind of fine with, like, not finishing this game now. Because I spoke quite a bit about it earlier. And, you know, really is, like, a, an early access game. Or at least it felt like that way when I was playing it. I'd be fine coming back to it in, like, a year. And playing through it again. Yeah, so that actually raises a question. Like, is there such a narrative through line that you feel like compelled to see the ending to the entire game? Because you're, I wouldn't you're say so. Not, not at this point, because like I think perhaps. Well, this isn't really a spoiler, but I think perhaps like the meta story that like ties these characters together is mostly told between characters, like during the character transition. Uh, and I think the fifth and final character is where it's supposed to like really bring everything together. Not to say that they are totally disparate, because I can see like right. how they could be connected together. Just uh, anyway, um, and I think I wasn't quite there where it was about to tie everything together and like get to the big final part. That it was like you know, like the game was not necessarily stringing you along on the overarching narrative. Like you were def definitely there for the individual stories. I guess is the simple okay. way to put it. That's what I would have thought, honestly. And I experienced four of those, of the five. And I think the fifth one, I'm not sure, but I think the fifth one is probably more there to facilitate getting you to the ending. Because I had the feeling it was going to be a much shorter adventure that had more consequence than others, you know? Mm -hmm. I continue playing Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I started talking about that. You did. I'm really enjoying it still. I've gotten to the point in the game now where I have all the abilities unlocked, where I have all the abilities unlocked, and fortunately there's there's still some game left. Like when I had all the abilities unlocked, I chapter progress, so I was only like maybe 60% of the way through the chapters. So um that's good because the gameplay feels so much better now that everything's unlocked. Not that like it ever felt bad, but like I got a little it, it felt a little slow at some point. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because I wasn't sure. able to be as versatile as I knew I could be. Because you can see like where things are going from pretty early on. You can see the direction the gameplay is going to go and how it's going to feel. But when it gets there, it feels really great. And the story it really is like very top-notch. Extremely well told. The presentation is like, fantastic. And, and I'm really enjoying the writing. Um, the character and family themes that it's hitting are, are really cool. I really liked... Uh, well, spoiling, I'll, I'll just say because I know you've played a flask. Uh, I, I thought that Drax's whole um, arc in the middle of the game was really compelling, for example. So that was really yeah. cool. Are you able to make a comparison with that game to like Fallen Order? Um, sure. Uh, and, and that's kind of like, this game is what it is. And, I, and I'm going to say this thing that sounds like a negative about the game, but I'd like to frame it as just like defining what the game isn't and what it is. The game is extremely linear. Like, to the point where there is almost no freeform exploration outside of, like, pretty small rooms. And it gets, honestly, it got a little frustrating to me because the game looks beautiful, but the cost it pays for that is that it has to be super linear and load and unload between each zone, which you don't see. But what it means is that you might be kind of forced into a cutscene where your character slides down a, a ramp before you can go get that collectible that you know is up there and there's no mm -hmm. way to get back. That happened to me so many times throughout that game. 
to the point where I just, like, stopped caring about collectibles, really. I mean, I would get them if I could, but, like, after, like, the third or fourth time where I'd been forced away from one, I was like, fuck you, come on. Right. I'm sure that there was a better way to go about it, but um, that was my experience. Um, it's almost too linear to that point. Um, you're always moving between cutscenes in a sense, but the gameplay stick segments are, are substantial. I'm not just saying, you know, it's like five minutes of gameplay for, for cutscene. Although I did sort of get to the point where I was a little bit sick of <clears throat> going through a pretty corridor and then landing in a metal room and fighting a bunch of guys and then going yeah. to the next pretty corridor. Right. I, I can definitely feel a bit of that. I'm having a lot of fun, though. I'm, I'm just saying, like, yes. yeah, you, you can see, all right, this is a game I'm playing, and this is the design of the game, the fabric of it. So, yeah, the definitely, there's definitely not the, the fallen order-like uh, areas to explore and, and tackle in different ways. There is a lot of cool character interactions is still my favorite thing about it. Uh, and I like how the character is, or the team, is uh, growing throughout the game too right that they're still you know developing as a team and as people towards right. you know interacting with each other right you can definitely feel it more than the game tells you it's happening which is a great showcase of the writing well with the amount uh, they never shut up surely eventually they develop bonds <laughs> they just yeah, have right? to at some point talking to each other they for, just have to uh, that that is a good point though. Like they are constantly talking, which is great because it's all like unique dialogue. But like it's insane the amount of dialogue. Exactly, it it is insane. Like the amount of dialogue and like the the amount of good music and everything. Like they spent a lot of money on like the production of this game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, when whenever you're walking through like a hallway exploring stuff, there's always people yelling at you, and it's funny because sometimes like the game was almost poking fun at itself because like Gamora will be like yelling at Peter, there's nothing over there. Why are you over there? And then Peter <laughs> will be like, I got a check. And it's like, well, yeah, that's what I would say to her. You do got you know a mean? check. There's a box with some crystals in it. <laughs> it's, a pretty sa- it's a pretty savvy game. I do just hope that, uh, you know, they, they work on their um, not cutting each other off technology because that does present an issue sometimes when actions and certain new dialogue can cut off ex- oh yeah like running dialogue and it gets all chopped up it, it does it does and it makes you kind of feel like like do i need to be like moving slower to my destinations yeah. crawling along just to hear all the dialogue yeah. play out which i would do you know i almost wish that like it was more obvious like and i know this would be annoying in a different way but like it's almost like you want to like hit the y button to go into cutscene. you know what i mean <laughs> right um, I really enjoy the huddle moments. That's like one cool mechanic in this game that feels kind of gimmicky, but works for me where as you're fighting with your team and stuff, you're kind of like building like momentum. It's like a different meter. And when you get to the max, you can call everybody in for a huddle and everybody will be like, Oh, Peter, we're getting, you know, we're getting really wasted out there. Like these guys are something out there, else. Pete. And then you have a dialogue choice based on what they said to respond, to inspire them and amp them up. And if you get it right, like everybody's has no cooldowns for a bit, and it plays one of the unique songs from the game soundtrack, like uh, like my fa- one of my favorites was like an early on one when I did that in uh, Starship. We built this city, started 
playing it. I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And I finished out this boss with that rocking in the background. I was hold moments. The, the, game, uh, the game feels cool and frenetic to play. Like, it feels great. I was just going to ask, that decision, that dialogue decision, is there anything that helps you know which one is the correct one to pick, or is it, like, random, basically? Oh, 100%. Like, it's pretty easy to know every time, once okay. you know what you're looking for. I won't say what those are, but because it's part of the discovery experience. But yeah. Sweet. You will not get it wrong once you know what to look for. Um, but yeah, that's Guardians. You know, I'll, I'll save more thoughts on that until I finish the game. I'm chapter 13 or 14, so I think I'm a few away from the end yet. Cool. I'm excited to get to it. Uh, finally, game-wise, I started Citizen Sleeper, and I played a couple hours of that so far. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. Really cool. I'm liking oh, here the we go. Shield game. tabletop board game-like mechanics. And I'm liking the pros. I'll wait until I play more to finish it, because I, I hear it's a pretty short game. Oh, so maybe, okay. Gee, pros, like P-R-O-S-E. Yeah, like the, okay. the actual writing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, there are, there are pros, but are there also cons? No, no, I'm I'm enjoying like the writing, and and I kind of yeah. distinguish that from like the big writing because I'm not saying it's not going anywhere because I'm 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 really enjoying almost all the writing so far, but if you read some reviews, people might point out that it doesn't always feel original, and and that's fair. Like, um, the plot of the game is that you are a sleeper, a sleeper is an entity in a robot body, on yes. working for a corporation on an off world. You've become a sleeper because you as a person have agreed to let your brain be uploaded into the sleeper uh, for a chance at a new life off-world while um, you are no longer a legal person. You are an entity oh. owned by this corporation. Okay, the game starts as you have just finished escaping your corporation after learning it was all lies and you've been overworked and everything and landing on the eye which is kind of like this independent rogue space station. Rogue is not the right word because, like, it's not, like, an enemy of anybody, but, you know, it's, like, a, it's a place where, like, ne'er-do-wells go and, like, like, the losers and outcasts go to, like, you know, retreat, find safety, try to build right. a new life and that kind an of thing. An independent harbor of sorts. Right. A friend of mine who, like, heard about the premise um, described it in a way that, like, might appeal to some cyberpunk people, but if you've ever read neuromancer the eye gives you feelings of like villa straylight that complex where like you can be free that's above all the corporations and everything hey greg yes what do you say that when this technology comes about uh the two of us send our brains into robot bodies somewhere and then escape from the corpos i already planned on doing that when uh what's his name elon musk said he was gonna do that yeah i'm gonna i actually do plan on doing that okay we can help each other out and get to the the eye or whatever there you go yeah on the eye you're you are tracked by the corporation you're being hunted your body is breaking down and you are grappling with who you are because you remember things that you can't feel because you're no longer that person. You're just a brain copy of that person downloaded into this corporate corporate owned 
robot suit. And is it called Citizen Sleeper because you're trying to become a citizen, or? I think so. Okay. Because because sleepers are not citizens. Right. Sleepers are entities. Is this the one that you said gave you a little bit uh, Disco Elysium vibes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think that's still there. I, I don't want to, like, say that, like, it's making me feel the way Disco Elysium made me feel immediately, where Disco right. Elysium was having me laugh. In like the f- first few scenes, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. it, it it's very well written prose, and Disco Elysium is like for me an exceptional ten out of ten in video gaming that we, you know we'll see rarely again. Like this is still a really really good approximate to that feel. It's so at least in the category. It's at least in the category. It's at least in the bin, and it's at least a step above most things that you see. All right. And again, I'm saying the pros because I still haven't finished the game and it's possible that the main plots and whatever don't go anywhere. Right, um, sure. There, I, that being said, I'm genuinely interested in a lot of the characters I've met. I'm doing the quests because I want to learn more about them and not just because of the game brain. I want to finish the quests. You know, uh, one, one, one thing that kind of put me off, point of, personal point of privilege, um, not, a, not a criticism against this game because... Games don't need voice acting, but this game doesn't have voice acting. And that reason why that puts me off is because I really enjoyed the trailer. And the trailer had some really cool voice acting that was like character specific and specifically said some of the exact lines that are said in the game. So like I totally had the impression it was going to be voice acting. And and I'm fine that it's not. But it's like... Not a great marketing tactic to kind of deceive people. Yeah, it's a weird marketing tactic. It, it, it's. I'm not even complaining about the marketing, and I'll post the trailer so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But if you didn't know, if you didn't see that trailer with voice acting, you wouldn't have expected. Absolutely not. It wouldn't act. have been a problem. And it wouldn't have been a problem. But it's stuff like, um, you'll see in the trailer, the voice acting is often reading out loud, a hundred percent direct quotes from the game, and it's and a lot of it's just like introductions to, to a few characters. So when I've met these characters and I've read those things out loud, I can hear some of the trailer in my head. And I'm like, <laughs> I I want this to be in the game. This is it, it it's a shame because the voice acting in the trailer is, is really good, mm-hmm. I should say. Like it's not just like I need this read out loud to me. It's like the characters sounded cool. Yeah, that is a shame. Um it's very optimistic, but maybe you'll get the uh disco treatment if uh sales are good. And that's Especially, the thing, it's only, like it's only a four to six hour game. Not again, I'm not possible. Yeah, and we were kind of talking about this before the pod video, and we're kind of reiterating some of this. But I agree. I, I hope it gets the disco treatment. But original disco had what I did expect in this game, where it had limited voice acting, where every time a major character was introduced, usually the first paragraph and first few things they might say is yeah. voice acted. And very significant scenes afterwards were. But most of the text, 90% of the text of the game or whatever, was not voice acted, which was fine. So you're, you're, you might have expected, like you said, just the trailer type of stuff where the intros to characters and such right. are, are voiced. Right. And then right. past that is just text. But, you know, it's a different thing to pay certain people to read aloud a uh, thing for a trailer versus read out loud dialogue for a game even if it's the exact same words it's packaged differently and that has different implications as far as pay and budgets go and ultimately i'm just happy that this game exists so 
you know, again, I want to stress personal point of privilege and not knocking the game for that. Right. That being said, I'm only a couple hours in and I hear it's like a six to eight hour experience. So I I'm, heard that from Vito. I'm into that. Yeah, I'll uh, finish it up and report more, I'm sure, next week. All right, chill. I'll play your game, your corporate little product. I got a lot of uh, games downloaded now, too, that I've got a new solid state drive. So who knows? <laughs> Maybe this is the year of the Andy. We'll see. Damn. That's about all I wanted to talk about. There's some shows, but I could wait until next week. I've, I've talked a lot. You better. Now, we're at about a 10-minute resolution to the break. Who feels like they can do a roundtable in 10 minutes? Without I can. Themselves? I only so want to Fly, talk about one thing. Flash, you said you could, too? Yeah, but Greg, Greg can go. Okay, okay. Oh, I was only going to give Flash Fly, going. I was going to get Flash priority just because it's already written the document as Flash, but we can give That's Greg fine. Flash priority. can go first. I'm fine with that. Jesus Christ. What do we do? I'd hate, I'd hate to break right, up Flash, the list. Go ahead. Ah. All right. Um, now you've got nine minutes, pal. Damn it, Greg. Better make it quick. <laughs> I read a... Uh, okay, so I haven't been playing many video games. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not in a video game phase right now. I'll get back into one. Of course. I know, I know. Uh, I read a manga called uh Sumurai 16 Sai. Have you heard of this one, Greg? Just out of curiosity. I'm looking it up. Hold on. Sumire Flash is an English Sai. podcast. <laughs> Sorry. English English, English um, podcast. It's got a pretty bizarre premise, but it's actually Okay, okay. It's actually pretty touching uh for such a bizarre premise. And I will say what the premise is. It starts with a girl on her first day of high school. When she meets another new student who is a a a full body high school girl puppet named Sumire, which is being operated by a completely silent middle aged man who never breaks character as Sumire. Uh, <clears throat> this is just another student, supposedly, who's going to this school as well. So naturally, the girl and everyone at the school are freaked out by this guy who's just like operating a puppet, claiming that that she's a normal high school girl. Uh, but the principal, is... what? Uh, you can continue. I was just curious if the, the is the robot trying to blend in? Has it has the robot fooled the staff at the school? Well, there is no robot. It's a puppet. Robot, yeah. It is a puppet. Puppet, robot. Um, so that's exactly the point. The thing. Oh, like, you mean nobody, that there's like a guy standing behind the puppet? Literally, like, a, a middle-aged man standing behind a puppet, operating oh, it and saying, claiming it is hilarious. a high school. He does not break character <laughs> as this high school girl named Sumire, and but so like, naturally, people, everyone people acknowledge that he's a middle-aged man. Oh yeah. Nobody is buying it, and they're all like, "What is going on? Who how is this they guy?" How did they allow this guy into? How, so, how is he admitted to the school? Also, the principal—he's the puppet. You ever think about that? Well, okay, no. Uh, the the principal comes out on the first day and reprimands everyone for being so mean to Sumire, and basically insists that everyone treat her normally and like a normal high school girl because she just is. Um, so. In a bit of manga logic, you know, like everyone in the school then has to treat her normally from then on. But nobody ever buys it. It's just that they were told by the principal, like, just be cool about it. Like, it's just Sumire, normal high school. Okay. Girl. 
But that's so, not the whole plot of the show. Certainly, there's like other things happening, no, no. relationships, school stuff. Yes. So then okay. the rest of the story is about Tsumure slowly winning people over in her school because uh, she has like a hundred percent optimistic personality and just like unwavering helpfulness and loyalty to everyone around her. Um, so she grows this small group of close friends and improves their lives just by being their friend. And so it actually, even though this is a very strange situation, it ends up making these characters' lives better just by her being around. Does it so ever you have your- interrogate, like, the the puppeteer versus Sumeray? Like, in a meaningful I mean, way? Or is, it, or is it just always, like, played for laughs? Mostly played for laughs throughout. Uh, it never really dives deep into that, no. But, like, it becomes, as you go along you as the reader start to learn that that's not really the point. You know, there's no, like, there's not going to be an examination. It's not a mystery. Yeah, it's not a mystery to solve. Uh, instead, you have your, you know, your classic bonding high school characters, but at the center of it is this stoic middle-aged man who's portraying a happy-go-lucky puppet. And what's, what's it, great about... Yeah. It seems like a gimmick. It seems like a high school show with a gimmick that's not ever like addressed essentially yes but the gimmick is great throughout like it never it never gets boring in terms of how they're dealing with this man operating a puppet like it 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 consistently remains good throughout the entire rest of the manga huh uh so it's a good gimmick like it's a it's a gimmick that works okay um and because i think the important part is no one ever forgets that sumire is a puppet (laughs) Like, they are fully aware of the man behind the puppet the entire time. So even though, you know, the main group of girls come to treat her like a valued friend, they'll still readily acknowledge the man behind the puppet. Like, if it's cold outside, they'll ask him, hey, do you need a jacket or something? You're shivering. He won't say anything in response, but they might give him a jacket to, like, you know, keep him warm, even though he wouldn't (laughs) ask for it. Um and so when when new people meet Sumire throughout the manga, which happens, even late into it, they're still like, what the fuck is going on here? And then, but like by this point, he has a group of friends who is, or she has a group of friends, Sumire. And they're like, no, it's cool. <laughs> it's fine. Um, So yeah, it's, uh, it ran for a few years. It's, it's, it's done. I enjoyed it. Um, It's something a little different, definitely, but it's, it's heartwarming. Is there an adaptation uh, of any sort? Well, so it did get a live action, um, like limited series, I think, but I could not find it anywhere. I scoured the internet. Could like I would have to go to some Japanese site and like buy a cop. Like I I wasn't going to mess with that. Uh, Yeah. So if you ever want a heartwarming manga to read, (laughs) read this one about a puppet. All right. Anyway. it seems like it would be good for for an anime. I think I think it would be make a good. Anime. I was just anyway. looking. I was like, I'm surprised this doesn't have like it didn't have yeah. like a a small anime even like a one of those eight minute ones. I think it just is not like that well known. Like it's you know it was popular enough when it was out, but once it was done, it didn't really have a staying power in people's minds or something. Uh, as for games, um, I did start playing Lost in Random 
but I uh, I don't want to talk about it too much until I'm done, which I'm I'm not yet. But I'm currently enjoying it well enough. Um, nice. You find I'll, your I'll, rhythm. I'll... <laughs> uh, sort of. I think I'm getting better. I um started that game and yeah. I did not play much of it at all. I was doing the opening scene where um my sister gets she she joins the Sixers, right? Not the basketball team or I don't even know. I don't know sports. Yeah. Um yeah. but uh I did stop playing it uh this was a couple nights ago. Does the game pick up as far as like it? It was a very it was a lot of cutscene and story. You know, it was the opening of the game though. There, you know, there's a lot of exposition and stuff. But is is this a gameplay forward game or or is it like a narrative more narrative? Is it is there a lot of walking around and talking to people and? Um. I mean, yeah, you're gonna be walking around and talking to people. I mean, that's fine. I just, I just there's action though, right? And there, there is, is yeah, yeah. I'm, I was looking forward to like card combat and yes, and you'll get to that. You know, you don't get. Yeah. Do you even have your? Uh, do you have dicey yet? No, no. Like I said, I, 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 I barely play played it, but it, but I was getting vibes from it. Like, oh, this might be. You know, you need to maybe be a little slower than I thought. You need to be cyberbullied actively. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, it I, seems I will like, keep playing it. I just just checking. Yeah, it. it seems like alternating between like you know, t- walk around, talk around, exploring some sort of hub, talk around, talking to people, and then you fight around, and then yeah. fight around. Okay, it remind. I get. I was getting like psychonauts kind of vibes. Um, I've I've always had that kind of vibe, but just as like a general like cerebral three D adventure game. Mm-hmm. Right. With kooky, but it's also kind of got game. like almost like a. Like a fucking um, double fine kind of look to it, yeah. Or like a, I could uh, see that. Uh, Tim uh, Burton. Tim Burton. I kept thinking. I kept almost saying R.L. Stein for some reason. <laughs> Tim Burton. That's, Tim oh, that's, a, that's a funny mix up. I was thinking, of, together. I was thinking <laughs> of Tim and Eric. Oh yeah, it's got like a Tim and Eric kind of thing going on. Tim. <laughs> Tim True. Stein. Odd and even. Tim and Eric. All right. Sorry, but yeah, Stein. I'll I'll talk more about that at some other point. Um, I did uh, give Slay the Spire a shot for the first time. Wow. Um, I'm not, not that good you, at it pal. yet. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Did Did you like it? You enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying okay. it. Um, God, it would be hilarious if you said no. How'd you know? <laughs> um, well, I just I don't know. That game doesn't have like it's not narrative like there's no story to it it's literally just let's play cards and that's it um i love that game but i wasn't sure if that was like your kind of thing i thought maybe you needed like a uh some sort of skeleton of a narrative to play a game not necessarily mechanically it's fun okay um i you know i'm probably not that deep into what can be done with the game Uh, i've unlocked a few characters i like the poisoner character because of the passive damage yeah uh maybe that's a like a baby's first i don't know <laughs> thing no 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 um no. okay do you guys have any or those of you who have played it do you have any beginner tips like stuff i should be aware of or, or try out tactically or should i just um you know do it 
Yeah, I think just do it. Keep playing a character until you've unlocked all the cards. Like I actually, believe it or not, my favorite character is the the first one, the the woman with the um the the first character. Okay. Um, I know the poison character is a lot of fun too. But uh, anyway, just just keep playing until you you unlock all the cards because then you'll have you know all the options for different different builds. Um, cause each character sense. clearly you could kind of see as you're playing has like different ways to go. Like that poison guy, you could do poison or you could do, you could go another route. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, there's, there's, I don't think there's any wrong way to play. Yeah, I've you started could be a, to you sort could of be a sweat about it. Like Zach's like pretty, <laughs> um, you know, well-versed in that game. No, I'm not, not going to say like you can be right. pretty serious about that game. I think I've definitely started to see how you can, as you're going along, sort of build your deck into different paths um, and go for a build, you know, per, yeah. per game. That, I that's mean, cool. I, I, I feel like I play a couple games like that. I, I think the most important thing as far as like tips is like, don't bunk up your deck. So like, don't accept cards that are, are not going to be very useful. You don't want to bunk up your deck. You want to keep your deck right. as lean as possible. Yeah. As, that as don't contribute to your play style. As possible. Yeah. Um, reasonable yeah have an idea of where you want to go you know based on those first few cards you get and and work from there sure all right so yeah i'll I'll, uh i'll keep i'd watch you play that if i mean if you if you if you felt like i'm not embarrassed by my i'm not some expert in that game Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm pretty pretty decent, I think, at this point. Then maybe I'll throw it at some point. I like deck builders. Advise. I think that's a good mobile mobile version as well, in case you're interested. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, actually just I just play the mobile version now because it's just a oh. great game to play when I'm like waiting online somewhere or yeah. if I'm on a flight. It's completely offline. I can I, imagine. My only tip is uh, when you get to the point where you have many characters, just don't be afraid to. Oh, I had a bad run. Let me just try with a different character because they they play differently, and you'll mm-hmm. you'll find yourself naturally gravitating to one or the other. I think I preferred Orb Guy by the end of it. Hmm. Okay. I also did not get into Slay Aspire as much as other people. I, I I played enough to beat it a few times, but I wasn't uh, into the whole ascension. I almost never am in games. I feel like that's entirely possible that that could be the way I go. Like get to a certain yeah. point and just be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I feel it. Yeah. Nothing against the game. I thought it was great. No. Unfortunately, I don't I remember s- how to mechanically well enough to like <laughs> give you advice. Like, oh you know yeah. I mean? No worries. I still got to try those other ones, like the other. Uh, games in that sort of genre category or whatever i don't know if i it was just because i had just played a lot of slay the spire but i never really got into them i, I tried monster train at least mm-hmm. uh after slay the spire and i totally got why it was unique and why people were really popping onto it after playing slay the spire a lot but uh it wasn't for me Not all right again. it was I'll a bit too to much jiggering for me okay But that's it for me. All right. That's it for Flask. I think we'll take a break. We'll come back. 
get a few words from Greg. Vito, you got a nice little typed out list, and then we'll dive into the news for some selected topics. All right. Stay tuned. I don't, I didn't want to be I don't want to be that guy, but you guys did notice that um that wasn't even Flask talking the whole time. That was just it was like a puppet of Flask and there was just like a guy behind it the whole time just making What are you talking about? Making dude? the puppet talk. It's I did notice that, but I really did not. I was hoping we were not bringing it up while he was. I didn't. I, yeah, I was hoping actually he went to go get a snack. I didn't realize he's still here. Now I'm a little scared. It's me, your friend, Flask. Yeah, but I could see you moving I mean, the on, mouth. On, when... on the vacation, it was definitely Flask, right? Like the real. Flask. See, now I don't know. Now I don't know. I, I you know, it was, sometimes it was dark. Do we have any pictures? Closely. No, I'm completely out of frame in every picture. Wait, hang on. No, I know I took one picture of Flask with all the snacks and I made a joke to Flask. Let me. Oh my God. Vito. Who's that behind him? There's a man there. (laughs) Vito, get out of the house. But, like, who's our real friend then? Is it that guy? Maybe that guy's really cool. You just got to accept the Flask that you're presented with, okay? He cares about you. He does. I mean, I, I care about you. I do. You want a jacket? You look cold. I mean, yeah. Is that Flask who wants a jacket or the man behind him? I was talking to the man behind him. Flask, it's Flask is who wants the point where it's, where it's raining and like the man behind him is not like using an umbrella, but she is? Yeah, absolutely. Is there really? That's yeah. awesome. That's fun. That, that, that's what yeah. I mean by like the gimmick retaining its its you know enjoyment throughout the entire thing. There's all sorts of situations like that where things just like yeah, but it's never not. Ever, but did he literally ever eat? Uh seemingly he would have to, right? But we don't really see it. We don't, we don't see him ever go to the bathroom, eat, do any like human bodily no. functions that would require him. Like he's like in the, he's like in the women's like locker room and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, I guess we don't see her go to the bathroom or any other characters either, but still, you right. know what I mean? It's convenient. But 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 I imagine we see scenes at a food court where they're all eating and she's like putting stuff into her mouth, but... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a hot heaping of roundtable from Greg coming at you. Oh, up to yeah. The last few weeks. Well, Greg, you've already talked about quite a bit. You know, you were on the vacay. Fantastic, and and I gotta say, that was my first time meeting you, Greg, and it was fantastic. I kept saying at the Indianapolis meetup, uh, "I wish Greg was here." We kept saying, "I'm glad I was there. I hope I was nice, and I hope everybody uh, likes me more and had fun and didn't. I hope I hope I didn't sour a mood at all. Hey, I just want to clear the air. I think you know everybody's got insecurities and everything. I I had a great time with everybody. That's all yes. I care because that's my big thing. Is I just you know all I want I, is there, people there, to have there fun. There were no, there were genuinely no bummer, downer, sour moments for me from the whole trip. Neither Same. for me. So we're all good then. Greg would uh, consistently and re- frequently doom scroll Twitter to keep up his persona. To, uh, like, you know. Did you see me doing that? Did you see me? <laughs> I, did, I did that a few times, and you I were... can genuinely say that there were times when my fate, I would get pretty de- fucking dejected, and yeah. I would just immediately stop. I, I was going to say, Greg, like the only, like, 
uh, the only thing I would say is that like a couple times I would check up like, hey, Greg, how you doing? Just because I was like, man, uh, I hope Greg's having a good time. I haven't really heard him talk in a while. I'm I, think, a, I think you were just doom scrolling at high, but I was doing the so same thing. Like I definitely had I, uh, courage and I was just sitting there enjoying my friends. Is when I'm online, you know, we're different from online in person is I don't talk that much in like real life. I don't like talking that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was also incredibly high, and I was also doom scrolling. Yeah, dude. I mean, I was doing and, the same uh, thing. As long as and when I when I doom scroll, I fuck I can't stop. It's it's an addiction. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But yeah, I definitely. <laughs> that's very funny. That uh, that's funny. Keeps up your cynic, cynical demeanor for us. Your um. Brand. So yeah, there's that. There's things I've done. Um, I'll add more to my list, but uh. I'm not gonna talk about e- uh Star Wars. I started playing yesterday or the other day. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, okay. I'm like two hours into it. I'm uh, I just got to the second planet, so I'm not far at all into it. Uh, but it looks really nice. It looks really it's good. Beautiful, right? Gorgeous. Yeah. One of the most one of the more beautiful games I've I've played. Or uh, one of the highest production values in games that I've I think I've. Uh, my one complaint, and I mean, it's not really a complaint, I guess, uh, but with the lightsaber, you can slice, uh, animals, like, into pieces. Yeah. You can't slice stormtroopers. Why can't I slice a stormtrooper down? Why can't I cut a stormtrooper down, dude? I wish I could, you could cut a stormtrooper in half. In half. Yeah, yeah, dude. That would be, be cool, right? Like, cause, uh, you, you, you fight, my main thing for the beginning was, one, the lightsaber stuff in that game is awesome. I loved, I love getting shot at by stormtroopers and just fucking deflecting their bullets back to them. I think that's awesome. It's a good feeling. Uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good feeling game, but then again, I'm only like two hours into it, so. Did you, um, so you're on the second planet, the first planet is Bogano, like the, 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 uh, right? I think, the, the tutorial think so. planet. I've- and did you fight uh, Ogdam Bogdam yet? The uh, fucking the boss. Uh, you don't have to fight him on your first go. The final boss planet. of the game. I fought him. His no, no, normal no, no, no. F- well, so yeah, yes. I know yes, we, the, 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 cave, the, 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 the thing in the cave, right? Yeah, he's in the cave. I fought him in the cave and he killed me. And then I left and I fought his normal form, which is just out in the wild. Yeah, and then I lost where he was. So then I just was like, "I'm just gonna go. I'll come back here. I gotta come yeah, back he's, here anyway." Yeah, he's kind of like tucked away in that on that planet. Yeah, but that boss but yeah. was fucking hard. That's probably the hardest boss in the game for me. Oh, uh, I thought I it was it, hard, and I was like, crazy. "Dude, this is kind of crazy." And then I realized, like two seconds later, uh, that little robot shot out a healing stim and told me about it. I was like, "Dude, this would have fucking helped me a lot uh, during yeah, that I fight." Think I, had, I think I still had that in that fight, and it was it was it gave me. Problems. I fight Ogdo Bogdo. It was greatest, fine for me. LOL. The greatest Sith Lord LOL. in all of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I did not do well. I did not fare well against Ogdo Bogdo. You're okay. Good. Didn't, didn't you ever, watch? Didn't you watch me kill him, Vito? I, I feel like I got him like the first couple tries. I think you didn't have I, nearly as much I don't of a think, problem. Yeah, I don't remember you having problem with. That. I think I also remember John like saying at least that he had no problem with that boss. I think I actually left the planet. Did other things on other planets and then came back and then and then I think I wrecked him. But like my first pass through with Og- Ogdo Bogdo, uh, I greatest be, Sith Lord, was very difficult. I might be making this up, but I seem to remember John watched me kill him with no problem on like my first or second try, and then you joined afterwards asking me if I'd found him. 
And I said I killed him. You didn't believe me, and I ran back to the cave. Uh, maybe. It could have been me. <laughs> something like, some, something like that. Know. He's a bit of an IQ know. test. I, I didn't, but for you know, force uh, I should ask you, Greg, um, how are you enjoying getting around? That, that was like my big thing with the game. I, I was not um, enjoying I Maybe it's the first level, but I felt like it I, was... It, the first level felt weird. It felt first world, I should say. It felt very think, uh, platformy, yeah. but that was mainly because a lot of it was well, like yeah. those cables all over the place. That, yeah, that first. Uh, planet. So I need to see another map, but right now it's all right. I I feel like have, what you're asking, Andy, he's incapable of answering yet because I, I can't need, remember how big the first you, planet is. You just, well, you just the thing is, is it's it's not that big, but also it's a lot. Like Vito said, a lot of verticality, and there's a lot of um. Like those bars that grow across that you gotta like yeah, uh, balance. You don't have uh, the balance beam thing bars. But yeah, okay. so not yet. I'm guessing on this next planet I'm going to probably. I I think Andy's like referring to just the way the levels are built, and you won't really know until you've unlocked all of the the movement tech and the you know like you know those big fucking um yeah the uh, like, ramps that you have to knock down but you can't even knock them down yet. i don't you know how to knock those down push. uh i the only thing i i just got was uh wall running which opened a bunch of places and i was like oh right. that's pretty cool it's just like a classic you know like a metroidvania where you're gonna get abilities throughout the game and you're gonna keep going that's something i didn't realize when i first launched the game like you're gonna keep going back to like bagano like yeah it's the first planet but you're going to go back a million times because you're going to unlock abilities that let you go to places. And one of the things I loved about that game is each of those fucking planets are massive uh, for the most part. Like they open up when you get abilities, you're going to find shit. You're going to be like, it's going to, those planets are going to double in size um, as far as like the level Jesus. layout, which was that- what I, I really liked. That, that ironically, that that for me, I, I felt like was the biggest thing the game did not have going for. Yeah, yeah, I remember us talking about it um, because it's not it's not designed as cleverly as like you know Dark Souls One the level. Like it doesn't really make sense the way that some of the maps open. But I did really appreciate. It. I thought it was cool. It was just more more game, um, more beautiful landscapes um, and viewpoint and vistas. So. I you know, let me like ask you a question because this is like a minor issue for me, but this is like a me issue. Uh, are there better outfits that I'm gonna unlock in this game? Yeah, like there are, there, yeah, there are right. a couple outfits. There, I thought there was right. cool. I thought I the customization like some, was pretty fun in the game because I was like, I found a few colors, and then they gave me like this jacket, and the jacket looks stupid. So I'm like, dude, this is kind of I mean, this, I don't know, but then again, that's like a me thing. Yeah, I don't know your taste specifically, but I do remember there was a few outfits and some of them were pretty cool. And the lightsabers I thought were cool. Like you could customize the. Oh, I like the customization. Yet, I mean, I'm sure I can unlock more. I would like to unlock more colors for the. Uh, oh, there's definitely there's there's a bunch of colors, a bunch of um, hilts or whatever you call them. The yeah, I found a shit ton of them. Um, and there's even more, actually, which I won't spoil for you. But yeah, I'm uh, some cool, cool lightsaber I'm more, stuff. I'm more excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, Jedi Fallen more. Order 2 is going to be lit if they make that game. I'm sure they are making lit that saber. game. Lit uh, Saber. Actually, it is confirmed they are making that game. Yeah, I was like, yes. it is confirmed they're making they're they making confirmed it earlier this year. So yeah, we'll see. I'll in probably fact, buy it. In fact, they're making three new 
Star Wars games, one of which is Fallen Order. Whoa. Um, yeah, Fallen Order. Uh, my next thing, which is my last thing, or, but it kind of, it's gonna go into, like, a news, uh, section, I guess. Uh, but World of Warcraft, you know, it's one of the two MMOs that I constantly play, and I can't stop playing. Oh, we know. Yeah, EverQuest and, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2. Yup, RuneScape, old school RuneScape. Um, so yeah, uh, they just announced, or not just announced, but, uh, on the 19th, they announced their next expansion, which was, uh, World of Warcraft, uh, Dragonflight. It is their, they are, as you all know, I'm sure you've heard me complain about it multiple times, uh, World of Warcraft has sucked pretty hard wang over the last, uh, two years, couple years. Really? Well, Depending who you talk to. Uh, but 9.2, they which released a few months ago, that was better. It was a step in the right direction. Uh, a lot of stuff they've been doing recently, they've been listening to community feedback, which is a fucking shocker. Uh, but there's a lot of new cool stuff coming. Uh, and then on the 19th, they showed this uh, the new trailer. They showed some new stuff that was coming for it. Uh, overall, I think it looks awesome. But then again, that's me. Uh, God knows if it'll be good. Because uh, at this point, it's all just um, honeyed words, if you know mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but they have like Pretty a sad. lot of cool stuff is coming. They're, uh, they're increasing the level cap to 70. Uh, they're adding a new race, which are called the Drakthir. And they are a dragon people. Um... Huh. Which is weird because we don't like have any; those aren't like a thing. They just kind of popped up, but uh, all of a sudden, they uh, they look interesting. Uh, I'm gonna keep posting in a. Uh, oh thing here. no! Is that what they really look like? Yeah, they're just My like issue furry is dragon men. They look like Argonians from uh, the Elder Scrolls, a little bit with wings. Uh, I think they look they look goofy, but I kind of like them. But I feel like they'd be a lot cooler if they were, like, uh, bulkier or had more, uh, you know, like, meat on the bones, if you Well, will. isn't this, like, exactly what dragonkin furries, like, identify as, like, this type I of dragon I believe so. Man? That is, yeah, like, that is what they look like. <laughs> but Precisely. Hey, whatever. Uh, tailored but they for have, sexual appetites. They can only be... Like <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> they, uh... They can only be one class, which is the new class they're making called the the Evoker, which uh, is a rel- a ranged spellcaster and a healer class, and it looks like you use a bunch of moves like based off of uh, like the dragon aspects, and it looks really cool. Uh, they're adding this thing called um, it's called dragon riding, which basically you get your own dragon and it turns into uh, how to train your dragon, uh, where. You can like customize your dragon to like do uh having all these different parts. It looks uh it looks wacky. That's what I'm interested in, really. I want to see how that all works works out. This is a pretty dumb question, but there are already flying mounts in the game, right? Yes, there are multiple. Okay. Flying has been in the game since uh Burning Crusade. Right. So dragons like they have would be uh, an addition to that. Well, dragons dragons are technically in the game already. They've okay. been in the game. Uh they've been in the game for uh since the beginning but basically in cataclysm um 
after like you defeat Deathwing, which is like the main bad guy of that expansion, he's uh like this big evil dragon. Uh, all the other dragons basically use their powers to uh, kill him, and they lose their powers, and they kind of, they lose like their god powers, and they just kind of take a backseat for the rest of the uh, time. Hmm. Uh, but now with Dragonflight, uh, what looks like is that they're just going back to being the rulers or protectors of whatever the hell, whatever of whatever fucked up things going on in this game. Uh, but yeah, they have, uh, dragons have, you could always been able to fly dragons. Uh, this new thing though is like, it has, um, it's like new mechanics and shit. Like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I'll, uh, try to find a video of it. So yeah, basically, uh, so far it looks cool. Uh, they have a bunch of new shit. Uh, they're remaking the UI, which that game desperately needed. And, uh, they're revamping professions, which that game also super needed. So that's overall, the, that's the ticket to bring back popularity. Then is to pivot to furry. <laughs> pivot to furry. I'm glad the I'm glad that is your takeaway, Andy. Thank you. But yes, all you need to do is pivot to furry, and Wow's back, baby. Blizzard's back. Blizzard's back. In our good graces and in life. But my main thing is, I really wanted to put this here because we're going to be doing this podcast. When Dragonflight comes out, so I wanna, I wanna have specific points, episodes I can go back to and be like, oh, how did I feel when this was happening? So as okay. of right now, I'm, ex- I'm, hopefully optimistic, like I always am, for the expansion. Okay. Uh I'm sure when it comes out, you'll hear me say, dude, this is it. Wow's great again. Blah blah blah, like I did with Shadowlands, and then. All the shit and viscera will fucking bubble up to the surface, and two weeks later, I'll be fucking aggravated. So, just trust it, or maybe I'll be like, dude, this is the greatest game ever. Wild's back, baby. And then I'll, you know, I don't know, shoot myself. I don't know, whatever. Somehow I doubt Yeah, dude. That's wow. I love wow, baby. Uh, you heard hopefully. it here, folks. You heard it, me, you heard it here for your first, folks. Wow. I love wow. 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 Stay with me, folks. Wow. Thank you. Wow. I have one Is other that game. Okay. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I, I think I told uh, some of you guys I did buy Hollow Knight that will be coming soon. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Great. Nice. It's a good game. It's on the Game Pass, you know, but that's cool. Uh, or I can oh, buy it for $5. Weird. Yeah, weird that you'd buy that. Yeah. Dude, I don't. I don't have Game Pass hey, all the time. I don't I don't play my Game Pass games enough to warrant me having an active subscription for that. Honestly, Greg, I probably don't either. <laughs> but I get it, dude. Here I, I am. I 100% think Game I, Pass I is like awesome and months, that but... you need to get that. But I personally don't play the games on Game Pass enough I, to warrant I, me I really probably that don't also. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing Celesta, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Citizen Sleeper right now. I think that's worth it. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the big one. That's that's you know that's several months of yeah. But like, but like even Vita, like you play. What have you played recently? You played Tunic. You play a little bit of Tunic. Well, I play a. uh, Is this a good transition? I've been playing a ton of Hades. Oh, sorry. On on. Game Pass. That actually is good. You're you're done, Greg. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, that okay, was a good, that's, go that's a good thing. 
Sorry, Vito. But, oh, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I on Game Pass right now, I'm playing Hades all the time. I mean, I, I have. I $25. wish. I. Twenty-five dollar game. Okay, so so that's yeah, yeah. That's not bad. That's what I was saying. Like, just like think about the things you've been playing. The value yeah. adds up more quickly than you think. Yeah, Boston you're right. Random thirty dollars. Right. Oh, so this is Microsoft Xbox right Game Pass for got PC. Downloaded. That's like yeah, Microsoft Xbox Game Pass for PC. Um, I God damn it, can they please add a time tracker for games? I mean. Oh, Come yeah. on, that's everyone's favorite. I'm sorry. Can I? Statistic. I, I just want to push my way back into this conversation with uh, Game Pass because I also have some complaints about Game Pass. Oh, uh, the, the, one of the my app sucks, dude. That's one of my big things. Is I fucking hate, hate with a fucking passion that app. That app sucks, dick. It does. I, it uh, does. It... Oh, go ahead, Vita. Go ahead. No, I was I was agreeing with you. It sucks, uh, and it, I would accept a little bit of the suck if it wasn't you know the guys who invented the the Windows the operating computer. system. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, like, but if this was the Epic launcher, I would be okay. My game crashes every now and then. A certain game doesn't launch, so I gotta fucking you know go to my processes and I gotta uh, you know escape. The uh, Xbox accessories fucking Dude, process or whatever. Dude, a big fucking thing is I was I bought I ha- I own Sea of Thieves on the Xbox uh, game store, and I every time I try to update it or any game I own, uh, it usually errors out and it I have to like reinstall the whole game. Yeah, uh, it's, no, it's, it's I got so pissed. I just uninstalled every game and I bought them on Steam, like yeah, Sea of Thieves. I'm like, Dude, fuck that. I'm I'm I fix your fix your fucking uh fix your thing. Today, I um, downloaded and started playing Trek to Yomi, which came out yesterday on Xbox Game Pass, by, uh, published by Devolver Digital. And um, playing it, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm probably like two hours in, the game just fucking crashes. Ooh. Okay, not that big a deal. I go to boot it up, it won't boot. I spend the next 30 minutes trying to boot the game, or not, whatever, I'm trying to boot the game, I go through all the regular, you know, go to my uh, processes. I delete all the Xbox, Microsoft processes, restart my computer, yada, yada, yada. I go to the Microsoft store, make sure everything's updated, make sure the right account signed in. It's a fucking, it's tedious. It's a, it's a process. Yeah. And then finally, I ended up being able to uninstall it. It wouldn't even let me uninstall it at first. I uninstalled it, got it working again. And now there's other games that weren't working. I tried to download Citizen Sleeper. Couldn't download that. Then I downloaded it. Couldn't launch it. Now everything seems like it's working. But anyway, just to add to what you were mentioning about Game Pass, it does happen. It, it does suck, um, especially like for like you know, day one re- like releases. Like there's always an issue. They never release smoothly, in my experience. Um, no, they don't. Yeah. I do have an update, yeah, by the way. Uh, you have an update about game a Game Pass feature. Oh, okay. Um, I had. While you guys were talking just now, I had, I remember seeing someone say something about, oh, you can actually check your time with Game Pass games somewhere. Really? So I looked into it just now. And sure enough, I followed the instructions, which are needlessly convoluted. You have to sign into your Xbox account on the yeah. Xbox website, go to your profile, go to your achievements, go to your achievements again, 
or click on the game, go to your achievements again, and you can see the minutes played for Game Pass games, yeah, which I'm you not, can then translate into hours. I'm not gonna gonna do that's insane. It, yeah. it should just be right in the app. When I click on Hades, it should say right under the play button, like Steam. It should say it should. 200 hours, which I probably don't have, but I probably have a solid 40 hours, maybe in Hades. I've been playing a lot of Hades. I love that game. Hades is is one of my favorite games of all time, for sure. Um, I started. I would, I would if it was legal. Um, You're right. It's not. Started playing Trek to Yomi. You guys remember Shrek this? This is yes, the black and white samurai game. Uh, it is uh, what do you call games like this? You call it 2D? It's not 2D. Side, uh, side scroller. Two. Two, yes, is it, is it 2.5D? 2.5D, maybe? I think it's sepia. Sepia? Well, that's that's the... No, that's like the, the, uh, that's the color, color tone. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's black and white. It's not sepia. I know. It's, it's not... But it's like grayscale. It's not like... It's um, grayscale, yeah. Well, it's meant to imitate, you know, these old uh, Japanese films. There's a term for it. Um, like Ghost of Tsushima had that one mode. Yeah, um, like adds the green filter and yeah, monochrome. Um, so yeah, it's it's that kind of game and that kind of story. And uh, I played like I wish I could tell you how many hours I played, but I think I played like two hours at 40. least. And it's a it's a four to six hour game, so I like think I'm like maybe almost halfway through. And uh, I really wasn't impressed, honestly. Um, hmm. I haven't really been having a lot of fun. Um, you know, I started it and it's a short game, so I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to finish it. Um, it's not terrible. It's just, I don't know. It just wasn't really, uh, it's beautiful. Like that's really the best thing it's got going for it is that it's, it's a, it's a good looking game. It does a lot with lighting. You know, there's a lot of scenes where, um, you're just looking at, your silhouette and the enemies like silhouettes because in the background there's like a raging you know there, there's a the town is on fire um so you have you know the back is lit but the foreground is dark um and that's really cool i think visually it's it's really pleasing but um the gameplay is uh you know you have uh, a light attack a heavy attack a block which could also power uh parry um you have a roll I seem to be getting more moves as I'm playing, so that's also why I want to keep playing because maybe sometimes in these games, once the the combat system is fleshed out and you've you've you know unlocked all the upgrades and whatever, then like you you could truly let loose and and have a lot of fun. But right now, like it it's nothing, um, you know, very unique. Okay. Uh, and the combat doesn't feel super satisfying. Um, I don't know why that is. You unlock the move that lets you enjoy the game last. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so I'm working towards that. The grappling hook. Yeah, I don't want to shit all over this game. I guess, I don't know, I was just expecting a little bit more than uh, than just a good-looking game. Uh, it's, it's funny that you say that. Um, you said this, like, exactly, Andy. It was just funny. I don't know if that's what you are going to say, but you did. You yeah. kind of called this, like, <laughs> when I mentioned the game, like, a month ago. I don't know if I called all of that exactly, but I, I did I did say that I imagine just from the trailer that that art style would get in the way of 
uh, fidelity and like being able to like see things well and like it would, wouldn't feel well. I think something like well, that, that. that that's definitely true. There's there's a few moments uh, I don't more than all, all that I I don't remember all that I said, but like everything you're saying is not surprising to me. There's more than a few moments where, um, yeah, a lot of the the fight scenes that you're gonna be in are set up like first and foremost to be good looking. So a lot of times, yeah, there might be some element in the foreground that's like blocking, you know, parts of right. the fight. Um, or maybe the lighting is extreme and that makes it difficult to see. Um, I wasn't like really, that wasn't a huge problem. But yeah, that is, that is part of the game that you could tell that it was designed to look good first. That really, that really seems to be true because um, the gameplay is not anything crazy. And the story is uh, so far nothing special as well. It's pretty predictable, pretty yeah. uh, straightforward. At the same time, I got to be honest. I don't know if I want to live with that art style for even four hours. Like, it's such a novelty. Like, I feel like I would get bored of just seeing grayscale. But maybe I'm not giving enough credit. You, um, you know, maybe maybe it depends on person to person. But I'll tell you the the only times like kind of my my eyes light up and I'm like, oh wait, this is cool. Is when I get to some of these um you know these uh these cool stages where the okay. lighting is okay. like super cool sure. like maybe you know like one stage recently um you know uh, there's a um what do you call it uh that that very typical japanese uh paper walling origami oh um <laughs> And you're, you're fighting wall. behind it, so you could you could see your shadow. Oh, through, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, through that kind of like paper walling, and you're fighting. You always you always that. see the sexy lady undressing on the other end of exact, it. Exactly, exactly. Like in uh, Awesome Powers, um, Spy Shag me, I think. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You got to cut through it on the second row. I, I know what you're talking about. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No, no it, it definitely looks good, but that's really all I have to say about it right now. Um, so this was developed <clears throat> by Flying Wild Hog. Who are the the Shadow Warrior remake oh, it is? trilogy people? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Oh, they yeah, also did Evil Charlie West and. Uh, so there's only a couple hours reset. left. So you'll be reporting on it probably in a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if sorry. That, I, I just I just had to get a swing in. No, that's a good swing. I'll, I'll be straight up. There's a possibility I don't finish it because I was like halfway through. It. I, I didn't. I just well, wasn't. Now, now would be the time to stop. You've 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 played a little bit. You talk about it on the pod. I mean, what what's what's left? Simple yeah. as. I don't know. I guess it depends on if I have a night where I'm like, ah, let me just finish that game. Um, I've also been thinking about jumping back into Yakuza. I think it's about time. I'm kind of kind of fiending for it a little bit. Um, I told you I, I started Lost and Random. Don't really have much to say there. Um, what did I put on this this doc? Oh, Rogue Legacy Two. Rogue Legacy Two, uh, came out of early access. That sound right? Yes, yeah. Just, it, just it's been in. I, I believe it's been in early access for around a year. Okay, um, so just got a full release on Steam. Um, it's on sale right now for twenty bucks. It's usually $25. I don't remember how much I picked it up for. Um, look, this is just a case of a game that's probably just not for me. I, I'm not going to claim that I'm some like big roguelike fan. I don't know. I mean, the only roguelikes I really play, I play Hades. I fucking love Hades. But, and I don't want to compare these games, really, because other than being roguelikes, they're not super similar. Um, 
but this, so, the things go on. Is, is that the game where you like are are your own descendants and you're like yeah. trying to climb through a castle? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna go through a castle and you're gonna fight enemies, and when you die, you return as your uh, progeny with different like buffs with, and debuffs. Exactly. They're like random. There's right. defu- there's a bunch of different classes. There's a lot of cool things about this game, and and, and this game might I might warm up to this game. There's a lot of really cool classes. You got you know classic ones like knight archer. You got a um, um fuck what's it called uh I'm blanking right now. You have a chef that could heal himself by eating food by making pizzas. You have uh, a duelist. Uh, a mage you have all kinds of cool options and then the the talents you know your your unique abilities are fun and your um i forget what it's called but like you, you could have certain like afflictions like you might spawn as a guy who's got like ibs and then you have like a poison fart like every 10 seconds um you might have vertigo and in that case the whole level is upside down when you're playing, hmm. which is actually really annoying, but it's cute the first time. I, I would never pick somebody with vertigo. Um, and you then, yeah, there's just a, yeah, a you always have a choice between three to choose okay. as your um, progeny. progeny. And um, yeah, so you try to choose whoever's going to be the most effective. So you, if there's somebody who's uh, who only dies in one hit, you probably don't pick that guy, but that guy might okay. have a 200% gold bonus. So maybe you do want to pick that guy. Um, but yeah, you're going to be going through the castle, killing dudes, um, eventually maybe killing the boss of the, the area you're in. Uh, and then when you die, you have a hub area where you could, you could upgrade it and you can um, uh, gather, you know, uh, tradesmen, that you could buy stuff from and upgrade your character, you know, permanently things that will last through your, all your playthroughs, right? not just the That's current cool. one. Yeah. Everything's cool about it. I guess the, the only thing I just didn't like is it's, it just seemed a little grindy. Cause I mean, I don't have a ton of playthrough time, but you know, four hours in and I'm realizing, man, I've been going through the same area in this castle, just collecting money. I still can't beat the boss. He's still a little too hard for me. I've been playing this game for four hours. I'm still going through the same areas. Nothing new has happened. And that might just be how a game like this works. But, you know, to compare it to a game like Hades again, which is maybe not the best comparison, but at least that game had something driving me. After every time I died, I would go back to my hub world there and I would get new dialogue from characters. I would learn new things. Um, that You know, that is like, largely unique to Hades. Yes. Like of all the many, many games of this type that specifically is largely unique to Hades. Most of them these days have large scale meta elements, but Hades is, I mean, has the whole game of Hades is like many, many hours of dialogue and story and stuff like that, that you don't really see in these types of games usually. Yeah. So, so maybe I'm just, these kinds of games aren't for me because they're, they're largely kind of grindy. And, you know, I don't feel like just doing the same gameplay loop over and over and over again with no, I'm not getting rewards fast enough in this game to be, to be blatant about it. You know what I mean? Like I want to see new areas, like at least in a run in Hades, um, maybe I don't beat Hades when I'm starting off, but I get to the second area. You know what I mean? I I think Um, it's fine that like 
your taste is maybe such that you are less inclined to get into it because you know and understand the mechanics are cool and you could vibe with the mechanics. And like, whereas Hades, it has cool mechanics. Maybe they're not as complex as a lot of roguelikes, but it does have cool scenery and like a, a great presentation. And I feel like I'm making uh, progress. In that too, a, sen- a sense of, 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 of moving forward. Yeah. And that's not yeah. to say, you know, I'm upgrading my, my hub area in Rogue Legacy too. And there's a lot of upgrades. I guess they just but, didn't but, feel but like, like they for were you, carrying me forward fast enough. Right. But like for you, I think you're moving forward and Hades, it helps that like you moving forward gameplay is accentuated by you also moving forward in all these plot lines. Right. Whereas yeah. like Rogue Legacy, you're probably just got the gameplay angle, which like if you're a fan of roguelikes, that's what you expect out of that game, which is probably like some of the, some of the um, friction you're getting from folks that you've been talking about the game with is that like, yeah, uh, they expect. I'm not this. saying I'm not saying Hades is your first roguelike, but Hades. It might be. No, I think Dead Cells was right. I played a little bit of Dead Cells. I didn't like really get too far. I liked it. I liked it more right. than Rogue Legacy too. Um, right, but Hades is also like many people would say like one of the best of of the genre. You know, and right. it also has a plus one, at least one level budget than every other than most others. Absolutely, including, yeah. Including Rogue Legacy. Um, yeah. I don't want to fully knock this game. I might warm up to this game. I really like the platforming in it. It's heavy on the platforming. I mean, that's a lot of the gameplay is dodging things, uh, jumping, movement tech, uh, traps and obstacles. Even the the boss fight that I did and, you know, the certain enemies you're fighting feel like you're platforming it feels like it's necessary to be platforming while you're, while you're fighting them and, and right. their attacks can be like platformed off of. Um, and that's really cool. Honestly, the really, the one thing holding me back was just that it was feeling grindy. Um, but I'll give another try because I tried to return it, but I'm past two hours and they denied my return. <laughs> so Aww. I might give it another try. Does, does the game have like the ability to, get a good build going or are there, is there no such thing in this type? No, of it, def- it definitely does. But I only know that really because, um, watching Zach play our friend, Zach, um, who's gone a lot farther and Kyle, but definitely there's builds to this. I think I, I'm just very early on. And, and, um, and, and Zach and Kyle are both me- very mechanical guys. Like, yeah, they're, they're into this kind of thing. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I saw there's a lot of movement text to this game. So like, you know, you could you could dash, you could dash attack. You could I just unlocked the ability to dash in the air, which is, you know, changed a lot already. But, you know, there's abilities that you could zip, zip around. There's like a. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely builds for sure. OK. Um, yeah. And I think I saw something in the game about. Um, you have something called resolve. And it starts higher than 100%, probably like 200% or 150 or something like that. And as you pick up, um, I think they're called relics. Those are the things that kind of, you know, like in a rogue, like those are your abilities that you're picking up. Um, your resolve weakens and it goes, it, that number goes lower. And once it hits 100% and goes lower than that, your your max health 
um, is reduced. So I guess that is kind of an incentive to, you know, pick and choose your relics wisely and not just pick up everything right. that you, you see. So you do, there are builds and you do want to be specific about, I guess, the kind of character you're, you're right. building. Okay, that's good to know. That. There's a lot of cool things about this game. I could see this game being like, you know, I, I report back in a month and I'm like, this game's tight. But um, <laughs> it's also unlikely, I think, because of um, just how I am. Um, yeah, moving on from that. I mean, there, there's, that's mainly what I have to talk about. Um, I'll throw this one out for John. Um, I've started watching King of the Hill. Which you've seen before. Yeah, brand new, brand new show, right? Awesome. Brand- yeah. No, legitimately though, I I've not really watched the show. Oh my before. god! I know we talked. I know we must have talked about this, but damn, I've never um, watched it. You know, it was always a show really? that, like, when I really? was a kid, when I was younger, and I, wa- I I haven't watched TV like legitimately sat down and like watched TV other than like Netflix and stuff in like a decade. I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I was a kid, I turned on whatever it was, Fox five. And I wanted to see like fucking family guy or some shit. And King of the Hill was like, you know, the show before it or after it. And I never wanted to watch it. It just seemed like a (laughs) a show about like rednecks or whatever. And I, I, well, it kind of is. And that, yeah. And then the animation quality, I think is, is a particularly like old school kind of, you know, almost like Hannah Barbera days kind of like, animation style it just didn't look cool and trendy and funny but uh well, it's anyway, literally just it's literally just a better drawn beavis and butthead yeah yeah exactly i mean literally like hank hill was a character on beavis and butthead i didn't know that i know it's it's mike that, judge is the same guy but i didn't know he and, was a character. and that way king of the hill is literally a, a technical spinoff of beavis and butthead oh that's funny they're in the same universe well, I don't, I don't, I don't actually think so because I think Hank uh, is played, played as a gag character, but yeah, it's like pretty, he's a gag character in Beavis and Butthead, but he's pretty much the same dude. But yeah, I've been watching the show. I'm um, in season two now, probably finishing that up, and uh, yeah, it's very, it's very good. It's really funny, and the most surprising touching. thing, it's super wholesome and touching. It yeah. is, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. That's the that's the fun part about it. The deconstruction of the redneck aesthetic. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. They're not bad guys. Like Hank Hank is basically a liberal. Yeah. He um, just doesn't know it. He just doesn't know it. Exactly. Yeah. Cuz he's still very conservative in a lot of ways, you know. He's afraid about, you know, afraid of anything sexual or um you know, right, but he's like not that. but he's compassionate. You know, he's not judge, judging people. Yeah. I've talked yeah, no, before think, about how that show, like, what I think what got uh, uh, prevented me from watching that show was as a kid, I saw, like, snippets of it where Hank was being, like, mean to his son about something. And I was right. like, oh, it's a show about, a like, a father who just doesn't get it or is, like, You're not, a loser. A good, not a good You are dad. dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that kind of show, you know, where it's just, like, like a like a problematic family or something like that. You want yeah. a bottle? You want to cry, you little baby? And it's not like that at all. You want a bottle of dirt? Right. You want to drink a dirt baby? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's not like that at all. It's it's super wholesome. And, you know, he the, the whole conflict in the show is that he's stubborn, but he always comes around at the end of the episode. Right. And, and everybody in the, in the show is, is very, 
helpful and, and compassionate. Um, yeah, that's great. Like, show. Uh, I'm really enjoying have it. you have you seen? Uh, I can't remember where she gets in the show. Probably early on, but have you seen like much of Luann and her living with the hills yet? Uh, I mean, I'm in season two, so I mean, I I understand okay. her situation, and uh, yeah, she, I mean, she's. I, great. I think I I think the whole Hank and Luann thing really like plays out because you could tell that Hank is just perpetually disappointed in Luann, but he's still like 100. percent just accepting the role of being basically her father at that point, you know, I think mean, right. I, I, that's a really good. I've always liked that character dynamic. Yeah. I think all the characters are, are fleshed out nicely. Um, you know, I like that the, you know, they're strong female characters. Yeah. Like Peggy, Peggy is like incredible. Um, I'm God, I hate Peggy Hill. Well, uh, I'll beg to differ, Vito. I mean, she's a great character, but I hate Peggy Hill. I hate Peggy. Why? I also, she, She's she so did. annoying. She's so fucking annoying. Oh, uh, no, she's great. I like There's her. an episode, and it's my favorite episode, but it has to do with Peggy, and we need to. I need to be there when you watch it. Okay. Vita, she's literally like, and her, her job is she's a white woman who barely knows Spanish teaching other people Spanish. She's a substitute teacher, yeah. Substitute teacher of the year. No cuatro. I can't remember what she said. God. She's got yeah. some good lines, though. Oh, yeah! All right, that's, King of the that's, Hill. That's about all I got. Um, me and John got to kill the devil and Cuphead, which um, I never really got to speak about at all, actually, but um, I'll just say it's it's an amazing game. You and John and, are playing um, some sort of game here, and I don't know what your end game is. Yeah. Well, we're almost done. We're, we beat King Dice. We got one more boss to go as far as i literally understand. one more boss yeah um we just haven't got to because i think we beat king dice right before our trip so right that's what i mean like you're you're on the cusp of greatness and yet you keep alternating yeah. not being here and it's like what are you playing at yeah i don't know what my problem is flask okay um well, figure <laughs> it out please get john in on that too yeah now that we can discard Vito's audio for the last 20 or 30 minutes, we can move on <laughs> into the news. Oh, yeah. Wait, Greg, uh, didn't you? You caught up on one yeah. piece, right? To the others. Uh, I've caught up to them and I've passed them. Damn. Greg has just been fucking wow. marathoning One Piece. Dude, you were just watching him like on his phone, like in the <laughs> cab and in the plane. I would, and... I would just say I would look over and I would see Greg watching One Piece like a soldier. It makes me I, question uh, how much of that you're actually absorbing, though. I'll be but... honest. Uh, I can tell you that there are two parts that I have no idea what the fuck happened <laughs> just because of all the chaos that was going on around me. But uh, yeah, I'm I got sorry. like a good... Uh, I, got, I, I know, I know what's going episodes. on. You're a fake fan. Nah, dude, I know what the hell's going on. Uh, dude, One Piece. When I first knew that people watched One Piece, I was like, yo, those guys are they freaks watching a thousand episodes. Why do they always want people to watch One Piece? Dude, I get it. It's, so it's fucking. It's pretty dang good. It legitimately seems like a show that I would like to watch and get into, but I yeah. I dude, I literally started. I was just like, oh, you know what? I'll start it. I'll you know see what? if I can catch up. I'm not I just, literally. Can, I literally cannot stop watching it. We'll, we'll start the Vito and Andy watch, and okay. by next year's meetup, we'll be where Greg is now. Yeah, and by then they'll have made another thousand episodes. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're still making news. that, right? News, yeah. news, 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 news. Feet of they haven't found the one, one piece, piece minute yet. is over. You get one minute, one piece. Jason Momoa is the star in a Minecraft movie for Warner Holy Brothers. Shit. Directed what is by a, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite mine- filmmaker Jared Hess. <laughs> what is a Minecraft movie? Explain to me. Oh, uh, you would go to Minecraft. fight the Ender Dragon. Oh, Jason and it's got Steve. a. It's also got a Rob McElhenney. Yeah. Oh, he oh, oh well? he's no. I'm sorry. He's a McKinley directing. Oh, interesting. I wonder why. Um, this will be no, 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 no. He is a not child's directing. movie. It is being no. directed by Napoleon Dynamite guy. At one oh. point, Mikhail Henney was attached. He oh, no I'm longer sorry. is. Yeah, yeah. get it just straight. To, just to be clear, just be informing the audience here. My bad. Yeah, you're right. Should've Minecraft movie is important. Um, this will not be. This is live action. Oh my god, what is this movie going to be about? Maybe they're going to get dropped into a Minecraft world. Right. I would get, love to see that. You get to choose actually. one, Vito. You get to choose Minecraft, or you get to choose the Streets of Rage film that's in the works. That makes sense. You can make something akin to a, a '80s action movie. The script is to be written by John Wick's Derek Kolstad. Hell yeah, dude. That that's going to be sick. That's going to be so sick. Does we could do Rage, like a though, Warriors a plot. I think there's a thin plot. I, I'm okay. sure there's a there's a final boss. Um, but you could do like a, a Warriors type movie where it's like just fucking four dudes or an Escape from New York kind of movie. Four fucking people. In the street, they gotta fight their way. They just gotta fight their way out of the fucking sure. out of the city. I was so shit. confused for a second. I thought it was Streets of Ro- Rogue. I was thinking of. I was like, wait, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I, th- I think I think both of these movies were all but ready to be made by the studios. I mean, they've probably been playing these, and Sonic Two being a huge success is probably why we're hearing all this now. Is a catalyst. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sonic Two is now yeah. the the highest grossing video game movie. I hear it's really good. Yeah, I enjoyed Sonic One. I thought it was, I mean, a mediocre but fine movie. It wasn't terrible. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. I don't think it was a bad movie. Speaking uh, of right, movies, uh, movies. <laughs> I'm getting, nice I'm getting, I'm up. getting some, uh, I'm getting some breaking news in. Uh, the Wonder Twins HBO Max movie powers activate. With KG Appa and Isabel May, oh, uh, Riverdale star KG Appa and 1883 actress Isabel May have nabbed, nabbed the alien sibling lead roles in Wonder Twins, a live-action DC comedy for HBO Max. That's pretty sick. Uh, those are like... those are iconic characters from the Super Friends cartoon from the 70s. Yeah. I used to watch that uh, as a kid. I yeah. remember them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this this would definitely work, right? I mean, you can a imagine these explore. two like looking at each other and like yelling "Super Friends" or something like that, right? And turning uh, into power like, water and Wonder Twins activate oh, pa- power of uh, fucking a street cone or some shit, like yeah. But like, how do you? No, you got to make it work in live action. You do power of gun. I feel like that's power. a bit I've seen. I, yeah, I feel like that had to have been in some parody thing at some point. All I think that, of is that, that, that dumb been, Family Guy bit. Yeah, they've been parody It might have been Family Guy. Years. It might have been Robot Chicken, I'm thinking of. 
Oh, and they're all they're also uh, now it's dead. Oh, the project is the project is dead now. Also, oh, it's canceled. Yeah, no, it's 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 canceled. How how was it? Not very good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Did you guys really just add? Okay. <laughs> I didn't. um apparently uh this article at least cbr.com speculates that um somehow this was scrapped as a result of the merger between warner brothers and discovery i just found that out in real time that was my (laughs) that was my genuine uh reaction is anyone surprised though did you find this out in real time Here's a fun fact about your Elden Ring playthrough, Vito. If you, if you, Vito, this is a good PSA while you're playing and somebody joins your game and you happen to find a pair of paintings on the ground called the Deathbed Smalls, don't pick them up, no matter how tempting it might be, because they could but get banned. how are you going to know what they are until you pick them up? Just don't pick up any panties, man. This is like how John got banned from Red Dead. Exactly how. So you yeah. something, you pick it John, up, and all of a sudden... John was banned for taking a deal with the devil, and we told him not to, and he did. And he didn't someone, like, drop this money, and he, he picked up the money, and he got, he got banned. No, what happens is a person comes, like a modder comes, and they drop a chest on the ground. You have to open the chest, stick your grubby little gross hand oh, in, and you have to grab the gold and put it in your pocket. You've never been and tempted, Greg? No, I haven't. On camera, on, li- on live audio recording, <laughs> I would never cheat. Say that, somebody, is, that is disgusting and vile. Somebody dropped a chest in front of you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't open it? I would never. I would never open it. But John, he would punch me in the back of the head, knock me to the ground, kick dirt in my face, and he would just Reach into that chest and just keep pulling. Well, it's a good re- it's a good thing he'll never play Elden Ring. Oh yeah, he'd be he'd be picking up panties because like player, players are getting business. banned for picking them up. The situation is now on the other foot because John, I don't think would go for the. I'll panties, be honest, I completely might. forgot we were talking about uh panties. Yeah, panties. Yeah, yeah. I I it's insane that there is cut content of the. Uh, Deathbed companion Fia's panties. Uh, and even what's the backstory ins- to that? I don't know. Even what's even more insane door? that uh, it's getting people banned. It's a fun story. Fun story from a month ago, I guess. Say, Greg. <laughs> True. <laughs> what was going hey, on with the the housing lottery in Final Fantasy fourteen that I? Find was broken, but a fix is coming. Perhaps it's already a been... fix. A fix is coming. I don't think it is available. Actually, I think it was fixed. Uh, so they had a new housing district and a bunch of other houses come up. Uh, with this new patch, and the way they decided for people to get them is to put up a lottery for all the houses, which means you would go to a plot and you would put in a set amount of money and you would be given a ticket. For that house. Um, the day came, the, the, the time ran out, and houses were awarded. But some people, uh, nobody just, certain people just, nobody won the house at all. They went out to uh, zero. The winner was zero, so nobody got it. 
and there were like uh complete plots that nobody won because it just like bugged out and uh nobody won anything perfect that's like our real life housing but they did fix it and i believe next week i want to say next week is when the next uh the next raffle ends so everybody listening now and you all here i need you to pray for me that me and my group we get a mansion because I have been struggling to get a mansion for years, and I want to. Ha- I want a mansion. Let's see. Donate my energy to John so that he can fight the demons and survive no, and come back no, no, to no, us. No, no, or no, no. he's he's <laughs> done with that. He's <laughs> he's hammed that up too much. John, they don't want to say anything. John, you're hamming it up too much. Stop with the demons. Get back to work. All right, you're right. I'll donate my my life energy. Thank to you. Your I housing. need a mansion. I need a mansion. Let's go. Your McMansion. <laughs> what does what the Final Fantasy community's take on uh, the voice actress for the famous Blue Fox Crystal in Star Fox Adventures? Why did you want to talk about this? I, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a sad face there. Named Estelle Ellis. Uh, she played Crystal, and she is back out of retirement and featured in a Half-Life 2 mod. So when I saw this uh, this story, I was like, oh, that's really neat. Like that's 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 a kind of novel thing that a voice actress would come back for a mod for a game unrelated to the game that she was a part of. And then oh, I yeah. saw the model that yeah. they're using in the mod for Crystal in in heavy quotes. I wonder if she even knows. I yeah, you got to wonder. Cuz uh this gotta, is a um, gotta know. This is a sex model. This is a jiggle physics yeah, oh, full on. Whew. Yeah, but but still, kind of an interesting, unique thing that a that a voice actor would be like willing to do something like that, and recording oh, lines for a character that's not <laughs> like yeah. in. She's playing Crystal, playing Alex in Half Life Two. It's very strange. The um, I hate it, but that's it. <laughs> The, the article made it seem as if the modern and she were friends, perhaps, um, mm. or perhaps just casual acquaintances, but the modern apparently just was like, hey, do you want to do this? She's like, okay, sure. And she helped, apparently, with some of the writing and stuff to make the uh, uh, the lines more tone-appropriate for Crystal. I mean, that's that's cool. Maybe she, maybe she just likes uh, Half-Life. Maybe. And she's like, hell yeah, I'll do that. Maybe she's really into the whole furry thing. <laughs> I mean, the line reads do sound good. So good on her. Hey, and brighter news, the House of the Dead remake is now out on Steam. Greg, you going to pick this up? Oh, uh, yes, I probably will. I okay. just don't know when. Uh, I don't know why, but this kind of gave me hope that another arc- that other arcade game, Ocean Hunter, that I posted about. I hope that gets a... Uh... I hope that gets like a release on the computer. I'll definitely buy that. House of the Dead is twenty five dollars and is currently rated at mostly positive. But like House of the Dead is like a beloved. It's like the like, premier yeah, light gun game, arcade game. I'd be I'd be more expecting like you know if anything it was gonna be like Time Crisis or something like that would come out. See, you know what would be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick this game. I have. I have a lot of time in in House of the Dead as a, as a child too. in bowling alleys and whatever. And and I did. I did enjoy playing that as a kid. Um, not having the gun though. But not having the gun is pretty whack. Now, 
if this was in VR, I might consider picking it up. That would be pretty sweet. That'd be uh, that's how crazy, you make a, a you know an on rails shooter a little bit more fun. You put it in VR, that, then you have an experience. Otherwise, you're just moving a cursor on the screen. That's pretty fucking lame. Dude. I have you to imagine look at the some... game. This game is in VR. What is it really? Nah, but oh, God, that, uh, moment, why would you do that this? Moment, that that moment that you thought you're welcome for that. Well, no, but in that moment, I just felt stupid. I didn't feel happy. I felt stupid, Andy. You made me feel stupid. Thank you for that, Andy. Right, like because he didn't look at the page. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to imagine that some industrious modder, like I said, Vito, is you're welcome. A VR mod, I, Steam I release, yeah. But you couldn't do this in VR. You couldn't do it because you don't move the camera. The camera moves for you. So how are you going to be? You can be sitting It'll, in your chair. You couldn't. You, you couldn't. You're you, telling you couldn't, me you haven't been teleported before, Vito, or it could just walk you there uh, on rails. Like I, I you know, like an be, on rails thing. It would be nausea inducing. No, there is a uh, on the PlayStation. There is a uh, an Until Dawn VR game, and oh, uh, yeah. it has an on rails part. Mm. It it's not a big deal. Okay, and I think it's also fine if it is a game that's just designed to be played while you're sitting in your chair, and they could totally do that. Talking in VR, yeah, yeah. Why not? Because the camera—I I remember this game—and the camera moves very like violently. At some I, point. I'm not. Like, I'm well, not saying well, this game. Right. Though. I'm not it's, saying this game. I'm uh, saying well, like. I'm saying like this concept. Well, I'm saying with this sure. game, like with the concept of it, is it's not going to take the camera and shoot your neck up, Vito. You're gonna you're gonna control your head. It's probably just gonna put you in that spot in the room. And then have the zombies come out, and you gotta move your fucking head to aim at them. Well, that would be cool, yeah. Yeah, um, it's not gonna be like, just stick like a screen on your face and be like, start shaking you, it'd kill you. Yeah, I just remember like this game, you'd move through a room, and the camera would kind of be like, you know, a little cinematic where it wobbles left and right, and then all of a sudden, it, it shoots upward 90 degrees because there's a bat flying zombie flying Yeah, they wouldn't do that. They'd probably, you know, like, put the zombie there, and it would, like, fly down or whatever, and you'd see it up there. Yeah, well, it, like, well, I guess my point is that you couldn't do it for this game with that, because what we're talking about is, like, a, a full, uh, it's more than just a updated version of the game it would, it would i was just trolling i was you just know, trolling they would not make you suffer like g did bro hey Vito, this this is something to warm your cold dead heart though okay. uh, skate 4 is going to rep- reportedly have a mode that lets players create skate parts t- together dude i'm down for this who wants to do that i Are am you kidding me i, I, can, have I, a, I can imagine dude. having a lot of fun with these guys doing this I used, a, I used to be a, a skater yeah. back in the day i love you, not, really. you have no soul like i, I guess not i don't know you guys are all excited about this i want in i want to be excited all right then. <laughs> all right i mean do you Did like you ever tony play, hawk uh, yeah, yeah they're all right they're okay tony when hawk? i was a kid right, hang, I hang on I, I, I can sell it to vito in a few words you like tony hawk right I guess yeah, a little bit. You, yeah. you can see the fun in it. Flask, for example, recently had a ton of fun playing the remake of the games on the PlayStation. It was good. Okay. All right. All right. Now you you remember those great times that we had building maps together in Halo Three Forge? Uh, yeah, yeah, they were fun. All right. Now imagine you could combine those two concepts. It's a cool. It's a cool concept. I don't know if I see myself using it 
but I'm not like saying like, oh fuck, I can't wait for Skate Four now. Yeah, but no, I'm it's saying cool, that cool like, this is cool. I like this. Cool I, I I like the idea of this, and, and I do hope sure. we try this out. So going in the right direction, sure. Imagine Kurt's skate park, and you got to complete his obstacle course. Well, oh, skate is the game that had that other mode, a uh, hall of meat, where you would just throw yourself off and try to break as many bones in your body as possible. Uh, that's Greg's <laughs> course for sure. So, oh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, see. there'll be some insane thing, I'm sure. Uh, look out for the Broken Campfire Skate 4 collaborative map coming to, to a, a box online near place near you, yeah. Hey guys, another great news. I don't know why I'm doing that all condescending because I did hear the first is a good game. There's an all new Tales from the Borderlands coming in 2022 from Gearbox and 2K. I'll tell you why. Because Tales from the Borderlands was not made by Gearbox. No, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Yep. I I will tell you why. I found that out in live. Yeah, Yeah. I will tell you why you were saying it. uh, You know. Condescendingly? Cynically, condescendingly. Oh. Uh, because it is made by it is being made by Gearbox instead of Telltale. That's why. Um, yeah. I, I really don't think that we should have faith that this would be a good game. Um, I mean, you're going to have to interact with Tales. Was Tiny it on Tina. their last game? Tiny, yeah, Tiny Tina's Dungeons and Dude Monsters. Which, which I heard was Wasn't not that a bad pretty good? game. Yeah, I heard that was good. I'm just saying, I Telltale. I don't like you know, Borderlands, but they managed a surprise home run with, with Tales from the Borderlands. Um, is one it was one of their best. I like. I didn't love it personally, but I did like it, and it was undoubtedly mm-hmm. in like the top three Telltale games that they ever made. But this, this is Gearbox, who I don't know. From what I understand, they just got worse and worse at writing Borderlands, which is the thing that everyone liked about Tales from. Uh, right. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, they did get worse and worse at writing Borderlands. I mean, that was the the cardinal sin is the writers just overindulging in bad ideas throughout the series. In my opinion, yeah. like the first, the, the, it's the most stark between Borderlands one and two, where Borderlands one was like a fine, like s- slightly humorous Western themed sci fi punkish action game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Borderlands 2, all of a sudden, was internet meme humor. And yeah. that immediately, like, got it was so bad. I'm sure a lot of people are still enjoying the Borderlands games. People, you know, indulge in that and like it for what it is. Hey, man, love we, play we love. Who cares? Except I'll judge you silently. Oh, Greg, play what you love, yeah, for sure. That's just, you know... Oh, that was always why I never was as into the series after Borderlands 2. Oh, after yeah, the first same. game, really. It's surprising nobody. The Batman is getting a sequel yeah. with Robert Pattinson. There's still another Batman movie coming out, though, right? What is there? Huh? Really? I thought there was a, going to be a Batman movie that had Michael Keaton in it, or had... Yeah. It came out in the 90s? No, oh, no. He's going to be in uh, Batgirl? Or he was? Wait, no, no, no. no, no I no. thought there was going to be a Batman movie that had multiple Batmans in it. I don't remember. 
at one point I could swear that this was a confirmed project. I think he was going to be something. A, that we had a feeling that like there would be like young Batman talking to old Batman. Oh, maybe. maybe we were just wrong. Who do you think right, the villain's going to be in the sequel? That. I'll look more into that later. And I'll do a corrections officer if I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> Who do you guys uh, think the uh, villain's going to be for the sequel for Batman? Speculation on the, the Batman sequel until 2.17.02. Well, I, I did, you know, this. granted, this is not me completely independently. This is me, like, being thinking about it but also taking in a bunch of internet conversation and i do think that it's really important that the state of gotham at the end of you know at the beginning of the next film would be like like a flooded wasteland essentially killer croc um, well either that or maybe winter has arrived and now it's all like a frozen gotham and, and mr uh, freeze, mr. Will come freeze back. Comes out i would love mr freeze man Mr. Yeah. Freeze is the coolest. But that was the most you know, interesting idea I saw. You're saying we're not going to see Condiment King? I mean, there, you, you never lose hope, right? You got you got to keep dreaming, or else we're never going to see Condiment King on the silver screen. What? What? Kite in all his red and yellow glory. Sorry, I zoned out for a second. I'm not sure what's being discussed, but I have a follow up to the Batman. Just go uh, ahead. Go ahead <laughs> Just man. go ahead. Um, I am half correct. Uh, ben Affleck and Michael Keaton will be appearing together in, in the same movie as Batman and alternate timeline versions of each other in The Flash 2023. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Which is never ever coming out. It's been delayed over and over again, and it's. Yeah. Has it even been started? Production even been started? I'm pretty sure. Sh- I have no idea. Oh, apparently filming is already wrapped on it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess they've just post-produ- been. Movie's been in yeah. post production since October 18th, 21. Yeah, post production hell a bit. Um, I'm sure they've just been like kind of modifying the movie over and over again, mixing it up, trying new I wonder- things. I mean, there, it, it, uh, I mean, it's interesting to think about this movie in relation to the Batman. Like, I wonder if they modify, edit it at all. Um, huh. Well, yeah, because it's still in the Snyderverse. Anyway, Embracer Group, you you, you covered that one, Flask. What? What? Did you cover the, you cover no. the Embracer Group? We were, talking, okay. we were talking about Batman. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about me still. Okay. Embracer Group has acquired Ida's, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal for $300 million in a deal that revealed that Square Enix lost $200 million on Marvel's games. Mind you that this combined figure includes both Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. So $300 million is like really low, right? <laughs> for these these properties. Um, I would say so. I I mean I think I th- it, it becomes a fair evaluation when like you weigh the billion dollar continued success of Avengers as a film versus the 
tragic failure of these games losing $200 million. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're saying that Embracer acquired Eidos, Crystal Dynamics, Square Enix, Monster for 300. Yeah, that, that's, that seems super fucking low. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Tomb Raider. I mean, if you include all the problems, Deus Ex, yeah. I mean, hopefully this means that a Legacy of Kane game is now actually possible at some point. That would be cool. Uh, cool. uh, um, revitalization of that franchise maybe thief I, I as think well. it makes a deus ex reboot likely as well mm-hmm. i think that team still wants to do that too i mean well what do i know i'm not try- trying to read their minds but um the next deus ex game was famously killed in favor of making marvel's avengers <laughs> right Jeez, is that true what the yes. fuck yeah I hate this timeline. The follow up to Man- sucks. Mankind Divided, which I didn't play, but I think ended on cliffhangers that were to be resolved in a follow up game that was killed in favor of making Avengers. Wow. I just want to say uh, Square Enix made this transaction to facilitate blockchain, AI, and the cloud. That's literally what they said. It will assist the company That's in adapting to the changes underway in the global business environment by establishing a more efficient allocation of resources, which will enhance whatever. Um, uh, in addition, the transaction enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. Does that mean they're just using the money <sighs> in that in those fields? I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Square Enix was kind of a mess for a while though, because weren't they like, um, weren't they like uh, doing doing Hollywood accounting for all their games and like claiming that all their games were failures, no matter how much money they made, something like that. Yeah, every game was a failure and did not perform uh, to what they wanted. They have retained uh, Just Cause, Outriders, and Life is Strange as as IPs. Although I think we just also saw that Outriders did not make a profit in the last year, according to the developers. <laughs> so that's a funny little addendum. Tough world out there, man. Competitive market. Yeah. Gamers just trying to game. Gamers developers trying to just game. trying to developer. Dev. Dev. Yeah. John's just trying to John. Actually, I don't like that one. Let's <laughs> not do that one. No John's. Yeah, that no job. It has weird connotations. Um. All right, that was a podcast, a lengthy one. But what do you expect from the broken campfire after you guys, um, indicting the listeners after you guys have kept us quiet for the last two or three weeks? So, thanks for listening to us. We'll be back at you next week. Some things to keep in mind. Episode 100 is coming around soon. That'll be kind of a fun show. We'll have more details on that. As, uh, well, as the numbers increase, right? This is 96, so keep an eye out for it. Um, we also intend to do some type of streaming thing in the coming months. Yes, I know. We're announcing a one-day stream event a month ahead. But, hey, <laughs> you know, we're busy, guys. We're, you know, it takes a lot to get us together. Got to prepare. 
the last word tonight, Vito. You've been Oof. back. Like Oof. you've 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 missed. You've been gone like a month or two. Like, what do you got to say to listeners? Say something uh, about crypto. About crypto. Oh, geez. Um, the super now's top. probably a good time to. All right, just cut sell it. everything. I know where, you know. I know where Goodnight, he's everybody. I know, I know where he's going. Just cut it and buy crypto. No, yep, no, no, Vito, it. the super dog, Superman's pet. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stop the podcast, but it's it's protected by by a by a public ledger and in a statement of work. Like that, that was too that was too smart for me. I feel like that was a really good joke that went over my head. <laughs> that's well, I said it wrong, but that's the advantage of the. You know what? Let's cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna go for the mo- like the more obvious, like it's protected by a, a chain. You know. Oh, it's blocking you know, me. I went, for, I went for the for the advantage of the public ledger and how you can't hack it. Right, right. Psych. Okay, now that okay, yeah. Contextually, I I get what you're saying. And, I'm you know, not that it works dumb. on proof of work algorithms, which I said was statement of work, which is oh okay, not the same thing. Goodbye, everyone. Now I I hope we've already cut it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night, everyone. <laughs> he said it again. Yeah. <laughs>